Indiana pickle beer, camo hats, crochet hats, cats, gats. Gats. No you have a gun. Bats. <laughs> I'm Kim. I'm not a him. I do like to trim. Fuck guys named Tim. And 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 shake hands with men named Tim. There was a guy named Tim in this movie. There and and in your genome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also that. There was a guy named Tim in this movie. Um, but I'm Kim. I'm in Indiana. Caleb told me that my hat is ugly. And talk I close that, to the mic, Kim. I find that rude because um this hat has your home state on it. Cali. I thought you said it's not my home state anymore. That's actually what you told me earlier. Yeah, that's because you said my hat was ugly. Oh, okay. So you you revoke people's home states when they... Um, Absolutely. <laughs> when they disrespect your clothing? Absolutely. That's how this works. That hat looks like absolute shit. This hat does not look like absolute shit. For those who are watching this on um, video, here. Yeah. That's a model pose. Yes. America's Next Top Model. Uh-huh. This was a custom-made hat. I actually got made um, at the Gucci store in L.A. I have trouble believing the, the words that you're saying oh, are right you, now. Why? Because are you saying that I'm broke and I can't afford to go to Gucci? You can interpret it whatever way you choose. This hat is amazing. And I've worn this hat on horse suit before and you never said shit. It looks like it's manufactured at a factory. I actually almost well, feel like I did say something. think it was manufactured? Uh, you said it was handmade two seconds well, ago. That's, I was being facetious. It's not actually That's what handmade. I was implying. It's not actually handmade. It was totally made in a factory, but it looks fine. It looks handmade. It looks just fine. Okay, speaking of clothing, we're going to plug uh, my hoodie, Not a Pipe Dream. Everybody go check out Not a Pipe Dream clothing. My friend AJ Thomas is clothing brand. Oh, okay. It's one of your friends? It is. My I friend... was like, are you just no, like... No, it legit is. <laughs> Follow... I thought you were just like plugging like a <laughs> random like big name thing that you just... like, Which would be fine, but I was like, this is no, random. No, this is legit. <laughs> this is legit a friend's business. Um, it's a lot cooler now that I know you're plugging into like a friend. I thought Because I was just going to call you like a fucking nerd. Like you're just over here like, I'm, um, I'm over here plugging I'm a plugging Gucci. Nike. Have I'm you guys like... ever heard of Gucci before? <laughs> Everybody go follow official NAPD on Instagram. Um, they have amazing streetwear, and it's high quality, and it's comfortable. This is a very cool design. Like, I wasn't going to um, talk shit because it wasn't a cool piece of clothing, but the way that you were plugging it, and I thought that it was some big brand name, I was definitely going to talk shit, but it, it is very cool. It will be a big cool, brand so. name one Shout day. Out, not a pipe Shout out dream. to AJ Thomas. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm here in Indiana, guys, um, and we're bearing through the snowstorm. Oh, yeah, I guess you do have to introduce, like, hey, guys, I'm here in Indiana because the last episode we did went to hell. Oh, God. I was trying to avoid saying it. Look, we ha I have to say something, otherwise I'm, I started this episode, okay. like, the last two minutes. I don't know if anyone noticed, but I was my energy was very low, and I was, like, trying to get myself out of it. I think I just had to acknowledge that to, like, kind of bump myself up yeah. a little bit because I was just trying to avoid it, and it was pissing me off. So what had happened was... <laughs> Do you want to lead or do you want me? I mean, this is a tra this is a tragedy. It yeah, truly is. I mean, it really was just an accident. Like, I would like basically what happened is James was messing with his mic and he turned it off. Last and we night, last night. Yes, last night, and we weren't wearing headphones. We recorded episode two hundred. Actually, I think this episode is coming out after two hundred, so I'm sure people already listened to it. Episode two hundred yeah. by the time this came out. But anyway, um, but basically. The episode got like lost because you can't hear James at all. And obviously like you can't have a conversation with three people where one mic is just off. And it was like so, two and a half hours of yeah. 
People Great might have already heard it, I guess, because I'm probably going to put that on Patreon, Patreon, you know, just so it's like still yeah. out there because I'm bummed out. I mean, I'm bummed out that I spoke about the Blair Witch Project for two and a half hours and somehow... It, we that. somehow talked about it for two and a half hours. It's got to go somewhere. Look, if you don't post it on Patreon, you need to like mail it to an anonymous email. Someone needs to see this video. I don't care who it is. Like a manifesto of the Blair Witch Project. I don't even care who Project. the fuck sees this video. Remember Someone Kim's manifesto? No. No. Oh, okay. What I won't mention manifesto? it then. Um, it was you saying you hate a certain thing over and over and over again. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it was basically you saying insane things, and then I just cut out like my side of it, so there was no context. So it was just you, and it sounded like you were just babbling on oh, about. Oh, I remember this. It was, it was yeah. a while ago. That was a long time ago. It was years yeah. ago. You know, we've we've covered a lot of shit on this show. You and we I. We definitely have. We've um, come a long way. We've covered a lot of Amityville. I don't even know when. What this is probably. This is twenty two from the ones we've covered. It's not the twenty second Amityville, but it's the twenty second you and I have watched and covered. This is the 22nd we're speaking about? Yeah. I like, thought we were at like 17 or something at this no, point. No, because I counted. We're at... Are you, you're lying, right? Let me right? pull up my letterbox. I counted like a couple hours ago when we were in the living room. I believe room. you. That's just crazy to me. Like, I didn't even me realize we were in many, the double digits. Let me go to my list on letterbox. Hold on. Listeners. Well, anyway. Um, if you guys are new here, um, that's Kim over there. I'm Caleb. We talk about Amdeville movies. Um, that is our favorite thing to do on this show. It's, I actually found out... Um, about 15 minutes ago, that's the only reason Kim's is, Kim is friends with me, 100%. which seems like very off whoa, because whoa, whoa. Kim always tells friends. Me, Let's cool it with okay, the friends yeah. word. Because Kim <laughs> always tells me that she's not friends with me because of the Amityville movies that we um, no. do together. But I just found out a little while ago that if it wasn't for those, we I wouldn't, wouldn't be even be here. speaking. Yeah, I know. I'm I aware. Wouldn't be here. You made that very clear, Kim. Yeah. So I mean, it's time you knew. It's time you knew. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't it, even really like you. Well, I knew that. I just record with you. Well, I knew all that. And then as but... soon as we're done recording, we don't speak. Yeah, we actually just sit here in silence for like the days you that imagine? she's here. <laughs> well, this is okay. So for the listeners, this is the first time I've been here in Caleb's humble abode since what, March? March or April? Since yeah, spring. March or April. It's been months. We've had we've had a lot of shit going on. Life, oh, business, yeah. love. And these pat oh. Love for sure. Love. These past few days that Kim has been here, we got into some... Uh... We've been making sweet love. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Shout out Nia and Bree, not JK. Yeah, there will be, there will be more that is going to come we'll out about get, the story. We'll get to that. <laughs> stay, t- stay tuned for um, Soup Kitchen. Um, but I'm here in the great land of Kentucky, visiting yes, for the first are. time in months. And we're so excited to be recording Amityville the first time together it's in a while. It's been a while. while. We were really excited about Blair Witch 200, but we're going to make up for it. Remember um, when we used to do these Amityvilles like every week and then like week. now it's been like every week months. It's crazy, too, because I moved closer to you and somehow it got harder to do these. That's what I'm well, saying. it's because like we move close to each other. So then now we don't want to do them online anymore because it, it's not as fun. It it's way more fun when we're in person. And I so feel like it feels like bad. Yeah. Of the, well, you get the video too in person. Like, oh, yeah. There's, and there's no Zoom lag. Yeah, like, I just, mean, that's the main thing. There's a lot there's of a lo- things are better when you're in person. It's a lot more fun in person. So now it feels like we're cheating we're cheating it out you know like when we don't yeah. do it in person so yeah but okay so you know me and kim we love doing it in person yeah on camera in front of all of on our camera on with of, lights in front of all of our listeners and viewers <laughs> we want you guys to hear all of it's it the way we like to do it so here we are <laughs> we're here today and we're not doing blair witch we're we've made up for it because this episode's coming out after that but we are covering drumroll amityville terror 
from 2016. You got it. What is this, like the ninth 2016 Amityville? I was, I was I think just going to say, it's, it, it's like the third, I want to say. I think there's like 13 in the year 2016. It's something 13? crazy like that, right? Well, what, wasn't 2016 crazy. the year of the Amityville? Didn't we determine that a while ago? Yeah, it definitely is, but 13 is crazy. I think it's like... I think it's I don't something have the full list in front of me, but I'm sure when we do it's some between seven and actions, thirteen, and I can say that pretty much with confidence. That's insane. I w- I'm going to lean more towards like seven. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe but, nine. I'm going to lock in nine. But um, yeah, so you have a kind of a, a connection to this film. I do um, actually. There is a horror soup episode that you can listen to right now. Uh, it's the chopping mall episode. I don't remember what number it was. But That's the Chopping early, Mall right? episode of Horror Soup, it's an older one. Yeah. It was like, I think before episode 100, maybe like right. No, it was before 100. It's an early one. That was like right after Brie left the show. So I was probably in like the 60s or somewhere, yeah. around the 50s or 60s, something like that. Yeah. Um. So I did an episode with Christy St. John and her coworkers on the show Artificial. And Christy St. John is in this movie. She is one of the leads. She's one of the leads. She is... um beating her dad's ass all movie she's long. She's kind of whooping everybody's ass the whole movie. No, her dad. No, I'm doing a jackass joke. Oh, I was like, wait, oh. I'm doing a Bam Margera joke. Oh, I'm Bam Margera and I'm whooping my dad's ass all day long. Caleb, I have something to tell you. That was a bad joke. Sorry. Fuck you. Jackass Sorry. jokes are amazing. You don't even You don't even have to think about the comedy. It just it brings itself. Okay, anywho. Fuck you, um, bitch. So that's your connection to this film. Piece which of is shit. Okay. Fuck you. Keep going. Just I'm, I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna let you keep going. Nope. Get no, it out. No, I got it out. Okay. I got so, that last bitch. <laughs> I fucking knew it. That was the you one. You gotta look at your eyes. That was like, the one. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, Chrissy St. John um is just bullying the main character the whole time. Um, to the point of um she goes really far with it. She goes ape shit. I have never seen a bully go this far, actually, except for like maybe 13 reasons why. Yeah, but even she gives that show a run for it. Honestly, money. yeah, I would say it actually maybe goes a little, well. I don't know. Bully. Besides those bullies and stepbrothers, they were pretty vicious. Yeah, the white dog yeah. turd. I mean, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I would say this might be a step above. Yeah, it is. It's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, this is also directed by Michelangelo. So what happened was, I'm a historian and I can explain this. Yeah, um, you were there. Michelangelo finished the Sistine Chapel and then immediately was like, Oh my God, I have to direct an Amityville movie. And we can prove that because he came back from the dead to direct this yep. because this is only film credit. He went back to the dead after. I had a friend that worked on this set and they told me that he did not put down his paintbrush the entire time wow. he was directing wow. this. Yeah, yeah, he is a... He was painting the script. Yeah, he is a... Um, he's a different breed. He's built different. Built different, for Michelangelo. sure. Michelangelo. Michelangelo, dude. And then another one of the main characters in this movie is a chick named Shay. Her actual name is Amanda Barton. She's also the writer of the movie, which is just, it's insane given the context of this movie. Yeah, now watching it, knowing that nugget. I mean, she wrote her tits out of this movie. She did. She wrote her tits into this movie. She wrote her entire life in this movie. She did everything in this movie. I Do mean, you think this is just like based off of her life? It might be. Do you think this actually happened what to her? What other things has she been in? Didn't you look the crow? This up? <laughs> there is a cameo, or there, there yeah, um, there is a um, homage to Brandon Lee. Yes, Brandon Lee and the Crow, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, 
Actually, I have a nugget about that later. Do not let me forget to talk about it when we come to I'll remind you about the nugget. Okay. Um, But yeah, 2016, Michelangelo. What was the budget for this? Could we find it? No. I could not find it. What do you think it was? Um, It wasn't filmed on an iPhone. I know you think so, but I don't don't think it was. It wasn't filmed on a great camera, but it was probably filmed on a camera. (laughs) I'll give it that. (laughs) Probably. It's definitely filmed on a camera. Okay, uh, I guess I'll give it that. Um... I mean, really, most of it is in that one house. They go to a like a like a garage, you know, like a, a the forest. A, a, yeah, they go to a car shop. The bar. There's a forest. I mean, really, those are all places that you could get very easy access to and not spend a lot of money on. So they didn't spend a lot on location. They didn't spend a lot on cameras. Maybe they spent a little bit on some cameras and lighting or something. And maybe oh, they, the rock music. Yeah, the rock music. They hired a band with 186 followers on Instagram yeah. that hasn't posted since the year after this movie came out. Yeah, they they spent a lot of money on the um, soundtrack. Yeah, getting the licensing. You know? The band spent a lot of money on their band shirts. Yeah, uh, gray with red text on it, single I mean, color. I mean, so we're trying to hint at it without saying it, but. We, I guess we just have to... Sp- Three million. I, I guess we just have to spoil the band um, Metallica. It was Metallica. It was Metallica. Yeah. Metallica's in the movie. <laughs> There's also a cameo by uh, Ozzy Osbourne. He bit a, bat o- a bat's head off in Ozzy this movie. Ozzy Osbourne is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Share Share That would have made this Share. movie so much better if he just like 100%. ran through the forest. It also might make it worse. <laughs> okay, I have a fun fact. Ozzy Osbourne ate at my grandma's restaurant in the seventies, and he said it. Was, I thought you were gonna say he ate your grandma out. That would in be the even 70s. better. No, I can't say like like for certain that, that he, he didn't. didn't. He your grandma have. was a giant hoe bag. You were there. I was there, dude. Okay, she might have been. I mean, I can't definitively say she wasn't. Didn't we say on the show before that like I fucked your grandma or something like I that? I think so. I'm pretty sure we've already put that into the listeners' yeah. ears. So I mean, I if, mean, look, if we're gonna roll with that bit. You put some respect on my grandma's name, okay? Oh, I put respect you on put that some ass. Fucking respect on her ass. Trust me, I do. She is four ten, <laughs> and she is a whole lot of ass, okay? <laughs> but yeah, Ozzy Osbourne ate at her restaurant in the seventies. She had Kim, a restaurant. Is that true? You like, gotta tell the people. Does your grandma have a fat ass, Kim? She actually doesn't. She's literally <laughs> she's four ten, and like I think she had big boobs back in the day, but before they like deflated and like her. <laughs> I mean, she's it's old. Fine. You know, your yeah, boobs know. like sag and deflate. I know. I know. Deflate I, is just such a like a very funny know, word for it. I think she was rocking with some. some I think. Uh, I think if you told top. any woman in the world that their boobs have deflated, I mean, where <laughs> else would they have gone? I think when you hit a certain age, they just. So um yeah, but no, she doesn't have a big ass. Okay, well we can move on from that. I just I just you know. Anyways, um, Ozzy Osbourne is not in this movie, but um, so we don't have a budget. Um, definitely no. no box office for this. No, this definitely was not released in theaters. I've seen crazier things released in theaters, but this was like not. what? Evil Bong 3D. Wild Hogs? Wild Hogs. I saw that in theaters. Caleb, I know. That's why I, w- I said why. I was there. Why would I ever mention Wild Hogs in my vocabulary unless you had seen it in theaters? It's classic. It's a classic. <laughs> But Amanda is in a few movies. Um, she is in Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. And she's not like a big role in the movie by any means. She's just a roller skater. But the thing is, yeah, exactly. But the thing is, um, I do remember seeing her in that movie just in the background. Because I, I mean, watched you, Saturday Night. You mentioned Night- it. You're like, she looks familiar when we were watching Amityville. You're like, she looks familiar. And then I 
I thought it was just like free association. You were, you were yeah. thinking she was somebody else, a familiar mm-hmm. face. And you're like, no, she was in fucking Ginger Dead Man. What's actually crazy is that, okay, so I'm familiar with Christy St. John because I know her. I've spoken yeah. to her, you know, whatnot. Um, but I have, I was also familiar with three other people from this movie that yes. I was staring at and I was going like, who you the were, fuck are they? Oh yeah, and with the boyfriend? Yes. And with every single one of them and the girlfriend. And Haley the girlfriend. Too, every single one of them, I was like, I'm trying to figure out who they are. And then I just went to like, no, nah, they're just random people that, like you said, they just look like someone, you know? Well, they've sorry. all three of them they've are each, people that they've each been in a in a I don't want to say popular. The boyfriend yeah, Amanda Barr definitely wasn't. Jenner's like, Dead Man 3 is not. They've, they've each been in something that we likely have... Someone in the horror world has probably seen. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like you were far off. Yeah. Kim Nielsen plays Haley. She's the... Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, Kim Nielsen is the mom. That's Jess. I mixed Kim. it up. Um, No, Kim Nielsen, Um, she's in just a couple shitty horror movies. She's in Aquarium of the Dead, Zombies 2, Um, Relapse. She's in Zombies 1 as well, Escape from the Zombies. That's a video what game. What is a zoomie? I don't know. It's a... Wait. It sounds a lot like Zoomy. Remember Zoomy Zoomy, that game? It's a it's a zombie lion. So it's like animals from the zoo, but zombies. Did you ever play... Or zombie? Yeah. Did you ever play Zoomy Zoomy? No. It's a drinking game? No. That game was fire. Okay. What are you doing, Zoomy Zoomy? You got to keep the beat. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. So it's like you all... <laughs> it's actually not. It's actually like the lamest game but me and all my like corny suburban friends thought it was like fire when we were like 15. Yeah, you also um, told me that you guys used to tie each other up and blindfold each other and then just drop each other off in the yeah, middle the of game a forest. Is called, the game is called Hostage and um it's because we have balls out here in the Midwest and we don't give a fuck. We're not afraid to walk into a deciduous forest and maybe not come out. <laughs> not the deciduous forest. Hashtag Blair Witch. Okay. <laughs> Midwestern kids are built different. So yeah, we used to tie each other up and drop each other in the middle of questionable locations. Okay. I don't know what you were doing out there in lovely sunshine state of California. You're probably surfing and getting your balls licked. But guess what? We didn't have that luxury here in the cornfields. Okay. I would stick okay, to what Caleb? I would, I would stick to um my my roots. Yeah. And I'm not going to. So fuck right off. And I'm not going to get tied up. You've lost this conversation. And, and stuck into a trunk. And uh, that sounds insane. It was insane. That sounds absolutely insane. It was insane. If anybody has played hostage yeah. and knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> shout out to you. You texted James, like, have you ever heard of hostage? And I think he thought that you were trying to make him a hostage. Yeah, it was kind of a, a suspect thing to just text somebody at night. But yeah, like, one time you called Bree, and she's still traumatized by it. One time you that called Bree. That was Bri, in hindsight. James yeah, and I in did hindsight, call her, when you woke up, When I woke up and you told me, I was like, are you fucking stupid? Like, she called Bree and said... Bree, I don't know what to do. Caleb won't wake up. Bree yeah. thought I died. In hindsight, though, that wasn't intentional. We weren't trying to make it sound like you had died. You just legitimately weren't waking up from a nap. Yes. Intentionally. So we were try- We weren't thinking about it. Then she thought you were dead. But yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> so, you. Yeah, fuck me. Um. So Nicole <laughs> Tompkins. Nicole Tompkins. That's a. She's Haley. She's Haley in the movie. She's the girlfriend. And I was also familiar with her, even though I didn't know it, because she is the lead in the movie Antrim, Deadliest Film Ever Made. Deadliest Film Ever Made? That's the whole title. Antrim, the worst film ever made. What kind of name is Antrim? 
I have no it's idea. It's like Amphony and Tantrum. <laughs> it went viral on, I think it was on TikTok, like an early TikTok a while back. It came out in 2017, but it went viral. And I remember Brie told me to watch it because she was like, oh, shit, I watched this. It was actually pretty freaky. I have never watched a more boring movie. Yeah, an actual Bree's, just nothing piece of shit. with Brie on her movie choices. Sometimes she's spot on. This one isn't like Brie. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't good, Brie. Yeah, lo- no. I love you, Brie, but that, that, <laughs> that wasn't it. It doesn't always go well, and Antrim is one of those. Um, and then finally, the other dude that I somehow knew, um, Trevor Stein. Some people watching this, I'm sure a fair amount of people watching this will know him. Uh, he was on a whole season of Riverdale, the whole first season. Yeah, he's technically probably the most relevant as far as credits, acting credits. Because of Riverdale, he's Riverdale. automatically the most famous because exactly. Riverdale was so huge. I never watched Riverdale, but I know it was big. Like, my roommate watched it. She was a big fan. Caleb's coming over here to, like, play with my ass or something. I don't know. Don't touch me. Pull your finger out of there. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Don't touch my face. I hated that. The listeners are probably like, Kim, what's happening? Kim, are you okay? Caleb Kim, was not. T- Kim. To clarify, Caleb, Caleb was not playing with my ass. He was playing with the did mic. You say Caleb has a hot tub. What did you say? What did you said, start saying? I said to be, f- to clarify, Caleb was not playing with my ass. Caleb was not playing with Caleb your ass. Caleb does have a hot tub. Caleb too. will be playing with your ass in the hot tub later. <laughs> you actually won't. <laughs> You actually won't, though. <laughs> Look um, here, buddy. I'm sitting in the hot tub with my big boobs, bitch. You were just trying to. You're just trying to add that in there. You've been waiting all. Fucking I day. have been waiting for that. Um. Okay. So the only other Trump. relevant dude in this is uh, Kaiwee Kaiwee Lyman. He's Todd. He's the dude with the fucking beard up to his tits. Oh, he's the he's the dad. Yeah, he's the dad. He actually has a lot of credits. He has Name almost some. dude has almost a hundred acting credits. Are there any relevant? Let's see. Uh, Juicy Girl. <laughs> this is not starting off. <laughs> is that a porno? What the hell? He's a voice in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. You should know that. <laughs> okay, so I guess he's doing video game voices. His voice sucks. Yeah, what voice is he doing? I don't know. The dude doesn't know how to speak. He's in Days Gone, another video game. So I guess he's doing some video games. Does he game. just do voiceovers uh, for video games? No, he does movies too. Den of Thieves, uh, Wait, Den of Midnight. Thieves. I've seen that. Yeah. That's a good movie. Uh-huh. Tony uh, Z. Zapata. Wait, 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 wait. Who directed Den of Thieves? Hold on. That's, oh, I do not remember that's, that's who a big directed name. Den of Thieves. It is a big name. Let me say, uh, Den of Thieves was Christian uh, Gudegast. Who else was in it? Somebody big was in it, like starring. You want me to get Fuck, all this, man? Okay, let's see. Who was in Den of Thieves? Oh, Gerard Butler. 50 Cent. Yes. Okay, this movie, actually, I take that back. This movie wasn't good. Ice Cube Um, Jr. This movie, this movie wasn't good. It wasn't terrible, but okay. Um, no, I was like, I've watched this movie. Yeah, um, I remember seeing it at one point. But I think it was on Netflix at one point. It was. Yeah, Dead yeah, of Thieves. It was. So he was in that. Okay. Escape the Living Dead. Oh, that's just some short. Um, zombies. Zombies. He was in zombies. Okay. Okay. Um. There's that's just it? some shorts. This is all before Amityville Terror that I'm looking at now. So I mean, I'm sure if you. He has like 50 credits before Amityville Terrorist, but he was on Hawaii Five O for an episode. Um, he's just in a bunch of random shit, really. None of this is like high-hitting, except for, I guess, Den of Thieves. Shout out to 50 Cent. Yeah, I know. He was probably a background character or probably. something. I mean, it probably wasn't anything huge. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, Delilah. Tonya <gasps> K was Delilah. We have to see what she was in. I was... Wow, she actually looks way better in her picture. I mean, I'm sure because it's hard to... They made her look like a demon in this. Delilah is... 
Yeah, my least favorite. Her character. makeup was crazy. Wow, she's in eighty movies. Okay, any big eighty ones? roles. Um, so far, I'm seeing short as I'm kind of like looking at a lot of these. Girl on the third floor. She's the nymph. I don't know what girl in the. Third she's floor definitely is. typecast, huh? Yeah, she the is. The nymph. <laughs> oh, she's a puppet master. Axis termination. That's 2017. So one of the later ones. Oh, I've oh seen it. my what? God! Stop! Is she in a porno? Oh my God! Is she in a porno? I remember her now. What is Kim, she in a porno? I know her too. Do I know her? No. You might tomorrow. Stop. Evil Bong 666. No, we're not watching Evil Bong 666. Evil Bong 666. I think I remember her exact role of this so now. I remember seeing then. her. How have how do I somehow know every person in this movie? Because you've watched dog shit films. I have watched a lot of dog shit films. So they're all friends then, because oh, they're all in the same movies. My God. Speaking of Evil Bong. She actually plays like pretty much the same character in Evil Bong 666. Smoky Smoke. She's in the Muppets from 2011. I, they made She's in two episodes in, of Glee. I hated Glee. They made a Muppets in 2011? She's an episode of House. Yeah, I guess so. She's been a lot of random shit. Yeah. She's a character actor. Yeah, she is. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow, the Evil Bong 666, though. That, this movie has too many connections to me. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's almost like it found you. Wow. <laughs> are you trying to say... Are you trying to imply that Amityville didn't find me? Trust me, Kim. Okay. They found me. They okay. found us. Okay. They found us, Kim. Where would where would we be without Amityville, really? You'd be down in the fucking dumps, I can tell you that. Oh, I know, for sure. I can tell you that much, brother. <laughs> so, um, Amityville Terror, it was released on August 2nd of 2016. Um, it currently holds a 3.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Get this, though. A 2.4 out of 5 on Letterboxd. So pretty much double almost yeah. of what it is on IMDb. Um, and not rated by the critics, but it has a 9% by the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, fair. So not bad. That's on, um, that's on, that's on par. And uh, before we get right into this, I want to thank a few uh, recent Patreon donors. Thank you to, actually, like not even a recent, like a while ago. <laughs> but um, Sorry for the delay. Chelsea <laughs> Fahrenkampf, Ultra Happy Lucky Guy in all capital letters, Michaela Salas, Sindemham, McKay Salas, Dash Sindemham, Starlin Foley, Mia Badone, and uh, yeah, those are the ones I'm going to do for now. Thank Mia you, Baron. 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 Mia, bad one. Bad one. You a bad one, Mia. Mia, you a bad bitch. Good shit, Mia. You should be on baddies. She might be. You Maybe should go she's... fight Krishan. Who are you to say that she's not? Can you imagine just like telling someone to go fight Krishan? No, I would never subject anybody to do that. That's like something that you don't wish on your worst. Enemy. I don't think I would pick any fighter to fight Krishan. Krishan versus beat, Jake Paul would be crazy. She would beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, I think she'd she fuck would him up. kill that guy. She would put him down. She would fuck him up. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, um, this movie is not rated, and it sucks. So yeah, we get a p- pretty familiar Amityville style opening. Um, it's not exactly like a father killing his wife and his kids. It's more of a father. And his wife attempting to exit the facility due to their house falling apart and their son being an actual demon child who carved a pentagram into his forehead. Well, so so yeah, so the opening scene is this couple in this house and they're running through the halls because like the dressers are sliding around, you know, stuff's falling off the walls. Everything's shaking. CGI shaking. Quintessential Amityville. 
and they're running down the stairs and they go to like run out of the house to leave and the husband steps outside and the wife's halfway out the door and then she just hears mommy and she turns around and um their son who's probably like no older than five is standing there he's like seven or eight standing there no kim I don't think you know what child sizes he's are. He's four or five. He's small. Four? Kim, come on. He's small. <laughs> that kid was like Nia's daughter's age. Who? <laughs> okay, continue on. Um, so he's like, mommy, and th- the mom turns around, and the little boy has a pentagram like carved in his carved head. into his forehead like was still blood. bleeding and then it looked like he had like a couple moons like on his cheeks yeah, it's something like, like that a face painter went crazy with a little yeah. bit and then the the husband's like faith don't do it and then um she does have it. some faith faith she does it she tries to go back in for the sun and then the door shuts immediately and the husband's outside pounding on the front door he's like no no <laughs> And then all of a sudden, two seconds later, Faith is tied. Quite literally two bound. seconds later. Maybe not even a full two. Because he, he, pu- he punches the door open. Like, it closes on him. And then he's like, no, pounds on for a second. And then he opens it. And she's in the middle of the living room, like the 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 door frame. Yeah. And she is bound. By her wrist. By her wrist. Gutted. Her, like her a fish. intestines are gutted like a fish. And she's <laughs> hanging you, there. Kim. Dead as fuck. <laughs> and then he's like, no! <laughs> And it's like Amityville too. And there's also smoke just flowing everywhere. Like so their smoke machine budget. You know what? They did spend three mil on this for sure. The smoke right. machine. They had what nine hundred smoke machines in that room. Did you have a Did you have a fog machine growing up? No, I did. Like for Halloween or just for in no, general? No, just for like, life. It was a big thing for I feel like. Like you had like lights and age. speakers going or what? Yeah, I feel like it was a big thing for like millennium millennial kids like the bubble well, machine. Well, for sure. When smoke machines, because everyone saw them in the movies, they were like, whoa, right. the dude. bubble machine, the smoke, the fog lava machine. Lava lamp. And, and yes, of course. But that have was you like ever just like before. recently wanted to get a lava lamp again? Uh, Do you Caleb, still have one? Caleb, it's you- on the... It's on the Playhouse checklist. Oh, is it? Duh. Oh, my God, Kim. Uh, duh. I was literally about to buy a lava lamp like a couple weeks ago. Now that I know that's on that, I have an excuse to get one. You don't need an excuse. Lava lamps are awesome, but they're a major fire hazard. Anyways, so... Um, well, Kim, that's why I didn't get it. Like, legitimately. No, they're a major fire hazard. Like, yeah. your house is, like, very... You're, I'm, not a, I'm not in statistics, but I would say that your house is probably 30 times more likely <laughs> to catch on fire if you have a lava lamp. It's very it. highly likely. Um, and you have a cat, so that's very likely. Because, Maybe I'll just keep it off. Yeah, you have to. I like remember, just, like, we had lava lamps when we were little, too. My parents got us some, and they would, like, scream at us at night if we left them plugged in. Oh, yeah. Because they get oh, trust so me. hot. I I have uh, multiple times left my old lava lamp on overnight and then touched it, and trust me, it was not fun. But I do love a lava lamp. They're great. They're so cool. They're so Why cool. have we not figured out, like, a way to make a lava lamp that won't I don't set think your you house can. on fire yet? There's just no way. Yeah. Anyways. To, AI can replicate it. Yeah. <laughs> um... Anyways, wait, how do we get on the topic of lava lamps? What about the lava lamps? How do we get on the topic of lava lamps? They're really cool. Yeah, but I had something fucking important to say before. <laughs> something quintessential? Yeah. Um. Well, we were talking about uh, the pentagram on the forehead. The, there was a title card. He went, no. Oh, smoke machines. <gasps> yeah. Okay. So yeah, let, me, let me close the loop on that, buddy. Okay. Um, so it was a <laughs> big, it was a big thing for us millennial kids to have the full fog machine, mm. bubble machine. The I did have a bubble machine. Don't fucking interrupt me, you piece of shit. 
um, the lava lamp and strobe lights. That's all. That's my thought. Now you oh, can talk. the strobe lights. Yeah. Strobe what lights a good stroke hazard. Strobe lights hit different. Or seizure. Epilepsy, yeah. If you were epileptic, like going to a birthday party in 2003 was your worst nightmare. Because there's for certain, like there's for certainly going to be a strobe light there. Sorry, Jimmy can't come. Never know when a strobe light's going to show up. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize to any of my friends that they were epileptic because like I did not consider you at all. Every birthday party of mine from the age of 10 to 14, there was a lot of strobe light involved. Yeah, so there was at least four seizures. There might have been, and I didn't give a fuck. I was eating my cake, unwrapping my gifts. Sorry. I remember the birthday party I had where like I was always deathly afraid of clowns when I was younger. And one you year my parents and one year my parents just hired a clown. And I was like, this is fire. Um I'll be in I literally just stayed in my room the whole entire birthday party. They were like, come on, come out. And I was like, You're the devil. What are you talking about? <laughs> you so know what your what friends you did? do? They all sat down there and like I think a few of them were like, I don't like this fucking clown either. And they like walked away somewhere else. But yeah, they were just like eating chips and stuff downstairs. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm Damn, good. Damn, you just went to your well, room. Dude, I got fucking traumatized by Pennywise when I was a kid. And then like two years later, they were like, here's a clown at your birthday party. And I was like, yeah, no. You're a punk and ass it was bitch. Like, Pennywise wasn't even that scary. That was one of those like birthday parties like just coming off the 90s too. Like some clowns still looked pretty fucking scary, you know? Like, not all of them got the memo yet. And it was one of the John horrifying looking clowns. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had the pointed, he literally had the pointed makeup. And I was like, no, this is not I don't know for why me. clowns never freaked me out. They freaked me out also. Like, I like the Rugrats a lot. And then, like, you know, Chucky was scared of them. So it just gave me more. Like, Chucky was also a punk ass bitch. Well, he was a little bitch. I mean, you, you kind of are sounding I'm, like a little bitch, too. I'm not saying I wasn't. Little, I was. Little bitch boy. That's why I'm telling little, this story. Little bitch boy. You know what, Kim? You know what, Kim? <laughs> That's actually hilarious. If my kid hit in the room, I'd be like, good, we're eating this cake. <laughs> we're going to unwrap all his gifts. Eat his I cake. also don't like cake. And I'm I kidding. Also got That's me actually cake, pretty so. fucked up that your parents did that. Yeah, I didn't like cake and I hated clowns. And they were like, I'm going to get you both. <laughs> They're pissed. They're like, you know what we're going to do? Cake and clowns. That's consistently what my parents did. So, Damn. I mean, yeah, that, that's I'm one sorry. of those things. Caleb, so are you hinting that you want us to throw you a birthday party? Yeah, and not... I want a birthday party with a clown well, and a cake. Well, it's funny because you're wearing a shirt that says killer clowns and you have clowns everywhere in your house now. I like clowns now. Yeah, but you forced yourself to like them. You had yeah, to. Yeah, I did. It was you like a trauma to. response. It yeah, was like it was I survival. Had to. <laughs> survival of the fittest. You had to. Now I'm like, yeah, they're the homies, now dude. Now we're just trauma dumping. Anywho. Um, um, I'm going to go to clown school. You should. That'd be cool. The new Joker's coming out this year. Anyways, okay. Great. Um, so that's the opening scene of the movie, and then it's title card. And then and after the a, title card, you get the drone the shot. The drone shot. A nice the drone open shot. road. It open was a nice drone shot. And a deciduous forest. Yes. That did happen. Um, there's a Dodge Ram. There is a Dodge Ram that you thought was a van. I did think it was a van. I only saw it from the front at first, and then I saw all three of them sitting in the front, and I was like, wait a second. But and then I, yeah, the Midwestern, I, the Midwesterner, had to explain to you that that's no. I know that there's trucks, trucks with. Worked. I know that there's trucks and three people in the front. I thought they were in some van. Well, uh, mainly the reason why I was like confused by that and trying to figure out, I because they just did that drone shot too. I was really trying to decipher if they were using just B roll for that drone shot in the initial shot of the car driving up. I thought it, they might have just found that online and they no, were using Caleb, it and Caleb, then they shot them. Caleb, that was not a drone shot. We know this. Well, no, it was not. That was that was that was definitely not an actual drone shot. It wasn't. I'm just kind of using it to like save yeah. on words, which didn't work because now we've had to explain it. Yeah. But yeah, no, it wasn't. I'm trying to give them a little more credit. 
But yeah, yeah. B- basically, I guess they did record that, but it wasn't that cool. Anyway, inside of the Dodge Ram lies a man with a beard grown out to the very top of the bridge of his nose. His wife, whose shoulder is going to be just molested this whole movie. Yeah. Like harassed. Yeah. Um, Their daughter, who is the lead in Antrim, she's wearing a wig. I think. At I think some it was just scenes. It looked like she had a wig on. I think and it was just her it looked hair. Looked like her hair because her hair was ridiculous. Like, let us be clear too. There's nothing wrong with wearing wigs. No, that's fine. It's just there were some scenes where it looked very clearly like she was wearing a wig when she didn't. A bad didn't wig. Seem like she needed to. Yeah. Anywho, because so she had her hair in these pigtails, and it looks like she has bumpets at the top of her pigtails. In this movie were wild. Yeah, every, the mom has pigtails every too. Every woman in this movie, except for Delilah, I think, had pigtails at one point. Do you think? Uh, do you think Shay wrote that in? She might have. Like, there's no reason why anybody over... I'm sorry. Actually, I just had pigtails in, like, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just shut the fuck up. We're moving right. on, then. Good job, Kim. <laughs> you lost your point. So they're all driving to move into a new house. Obviously, that's what they do in Amityville. Um, it's the Amityville house, which is one of the only Amityville things about this movie, also. I disagree. I took a couple notes on it. It had a couple things. What well, it was the basement, or what else? The haunted basement... The incest. Talking to Mike. Um, Kim? the family murder in the house before at the beginning of the movie with the articles in the news in the newspaper. They look up the library. Uh huh. There were some pretty standard Amityville things in there, okay. but there was no priest and there were no flies. Well, no flies, no priests, no guns. Which guns is a new thing? Guns. Well, it's not a new thing, but it's been a trend for a while. So I'm starting yeah. to think maybe we're falling off that trend. That is true. Trends. We might come be on a go. motorbike trend now. I don't want. I don't want the gun trend to end. I mean, yeah, the gun trend is That's wild. the funniest can part we, of it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to do this, but can we flash back to Playhouse? Remember yes. when the mayor whipped out the pistol and shot his body? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm always just thinking of, what was the, the found footage haunting, one? Haunting. Haunting. Amityville Haunting. The dad haunting. has, the, has 2013. the fucking Glock. And when he starts beating up the fucking kid in the <laughs> Oh, he's punching the air. He's punching the oh, air. Oh, yeah, because it's a ghost kid. When he starts beating up ghost kid in the middle. <laughs> yeah, the gun trend in Amityville is one that I Dude. agree I don't want to go away. A haunted started it, and, or haunting. Haunting, yeah. And I do not want it to end. Yeah. Did the been, last one have a gun? What was the last one we did? It was after Vanishing Toy Box. Didn't Toy Box have a gun? Yeah. No, he's, he shot his kids at the end. Remember the rifle? He did shoot his kids, he yeah. He shot his kids with the so, rifle. yeah, don't end the fucking... They talked about it. A few, you know what? Brett was calling out to it because she had a crossbow and remember like she's walking around with a crossbow the whole time. That's her gun of this one. And at one point he goes, you ever heard of a gun? So he was trying to call back to the other Amityvilles. He's like, he's calling back that the trend is ending. (laughs) Or he's just like, hey, it's not fucking feasible to always carry on a crossbow. 100% that's what he's doing. I'm reaching. I'm trying to make this, you know, canon. They really have a handed with the crossbow as the focal point of the weapon. Or the focal weapon of the movie. They do realize that Amityville has to focus on a weapon now. So they are still trying to do that. But they're trying to like, they're like, what if we switch it up and give her a little hand cross? And also, guys, when we say crossbow, take that lightly. Because this crossbow is like, this is a one-eighth crossbow. (laughs) And neither of us have ever shot a crossbow, but... Speak for yourself. I asked you earlier, you dick. Yeah, I haven't. (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) I just didn't want you to speak for me. I'm speaking for you, bitch. Okay, but let's backtrack. So they're moving into the house, and we find out that the house that they're moving into is actually um, currently um, occupied by the dad's sister, aka. Well, no, they didn't find out that it's currently occupied. They they will not find the out. father and his sister. Um, well, that just that sounds wrong. The dad of Haley and then his sister. Their mother died. 
So they decided to like move in together because he's worried about her. She's an ex addict and the mother mm-hmm. just died. So he's worried about her going crazy, basically. So he decided that they're all going to move in over there and kind of just live together for a while. So she moved there first. She found a house for them mm-hmm. and then they move in. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You dick. You pompous dick. Go ahead. I was getting there. Go ahead. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. You go. Just go. And you got a tendency towards nerves. Just go. Okay. So anyway, um, Shay's character Fuck is set up, you. Is set up near immediately <laughs> because she's just filled with fake compliments, backhanded compliments, and just a tendency to annoy everyone in the room. So she's just a bitch because like, as yeah. soon as they pull up to the house, also, there's no moving truck following them. They have no other boxes in their car. It's just the Dodge Ram with the daughter, Haley. She has this fucking motorbike she drives dirt the whole bike. movie. It's a, a dirt, dirt bike. Because motorbike is like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is, it's a dirt bike. Like, it's literally... Have you ever seen Motocross from Disney Channel? It's, it's like one a of Yamaha those. dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. And that's in the back. That's in the bed of the truck. That's all they have with That's them. all they have. That's all they're moving with. They were like, well, as long as my daughter has dirt bike, so that's pull, all she needs. They pull up to the house, and Aunt Shay's out there, and she's like, oh, she's giving everybody hugs. And the daughter, Haley, immediately from the jump, you can tell she's not feeling Aunt Shay. Yeah. And she's kind of rolling her eyes and whatnot. And then Aunt Shay's like, oh, I just love this house. It's so beautiful at night. And the stars and the trees and all the forest. She's like, and the crickets. And Haley goes, ew, crickets. And she goes, I hate crickets. And then Aunt Shay looks at her and she goes, who hates crickets? <laughs> Kim got pissed because Kim went on a whole cricket Everybody tirade at that point. Everybody hates crickets. I don't care about them that much. They make but. so much noise. They jump. You know, I will say, like, the third night that I moved in here, um, there was a cricket in this room that we're sitting in right now. You can't now, sleep. And it did not shut up you cannot the sleep. entire fucking night. You cannot like, sleep. Like, not even for a minute. You it went for sleep. eight hours. You cannot sleep. Yeah. So when she said, who hates crickets? Everybody fucking hates crickets. So I'm actually with Haley on this because as soon as she said that, I was like, yeah, I don't like her either. Yeah. I mean, she's annoying as all hell. No one would like this woman. So she's then they, a chore. They just go in the house. And she's the one that wrote the movie. Yeah. So, she, yeah, she's the director. Um, she's not the director. She's just the writer. Oh, sorry, the writer. She Michelangelo yeah, directed Michael, sorry, this, you sorry. piece of shit. I, I, I'm so he is sorry. an artist. I'm so and sorry. And this is his work. I'm a historian. I should know this. Yes, you should. She wrote herself into the movie. Yes. Michelangelo directed this okay so she shows them around the place um calls the daughter Haley a tomboy basically so I mean, like she that's kind another, of is she is but like you know she's just doing it in a way to like be a dick yeah, you know she's, she's like a, oh yeah, you're wearing your dad's asshole. clothes now and you can tell Haley's like all right fuck off dude i just met you yeah. i just met you but you know um and then she leaves todd and jessica um todd is the father jessica is the mother alone so that todd can start kissing his wife's shoulder her okay to be fair, every shirt she's wearing in this whole movie, one of her shoulders is like halfway out. Yes, but if it's not, he will make sure to uh, swipe that shoulder down real quick. And uh, so yeah, they're they're in their bedroom after Aunt Shay gives them the tour and the, tour. The wife. What are you making fun of tour for? Huh? Go ahead. You dick. God, you pompous dick. Fuck you guys. It is two a.m. and Caleb is working me, working my last nerve. Okay. So they're in, don't you wink your eyebrows at me like that. <laughs> so the mom and dad are in the room and they're talking. And then the dad with the fucking chin strap up to his eyeball comes up behind her and just starts like making out with her shoulder. Yeah, going in. Going in. And to be honest, I don't think I would have. She has a great shoulder. I don't think I would have <laughs> noticed it though, unless you 
unless like without you making that comment. Really? And then it was I was so uncomfortable. Every like scene, yeah. it's every scene, and it's not like he walks up and kisses her on the shoulder one time, but literally every time he walks behind her, he kisses her shoulder. Yeah. But like he m- starts making out with her shoulder and like does it like seven times in each scene. And look, it's insane. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a shoulder makeout, but <laughs> there it was excessive. <laughs> there's a lot wrong with this shoulder makeout, Cam. There's a lot. Well. But it's know. fine. I don't mind. Kim it. likes a good shoulder makeup. <laughs> and when um, when Jessica tells him to cut it out, she playfully goes, "No, your sister's here. I'm not in the mood." And he snarks back. He's like, "You're never in the mood, Jess." It's like, all right, this just got real tense real quick. So nine minutes in, we get our first big fight. It's between Haley and Shay. And Haley's like, "Hey, parents, can I take the rest of the semester off and then continue on to the beginning of the next year? I'm gonna work so hard. Like, I'm gonna work so hard." And then the happy music plays. Like, and they're like, they look at each other. You know, they have the parent look, and they're like, they smile a little bit. They're like, "All right, kiddo." You can do that. You just have fun. We're so proud of you. And then the music just cuts real quick. And Shay goes, you're just going to be that easy on her? You're just going to <laughs> let her do okay, that? Okay, I'm kind of with Shay on this. I'm not because who the fuck is she? Honestly, Haley kind of had a point because she goes, I'm sorry. Aren't you the family drunk yeah, who she, passes out yeah, in the so, front so, yard? So this is and you like, know what? If that's the context, you can't tell people how to parent their kid. You're right. Even if you think they're doing something wrong, if you're you are right. passing out in the front yard consistently. Oh, so you've never passed out in the front yard? <laughs> All the time. Who but are I, we to judge Aunt Shay, okay? The thing is, Maybe I'm not she telling. she had three bad nights, okay? Now she's labeled as the family drunk. I pass out in the front of the yard. She sounds like a good time. As much as the next guy. Sounds like a good time. I'm not going to tell anyone what to do with their fucking kid. You want to know why? I don't give a shit. I'm passed out in the front of the yard. <laughs> I don't need to worry about that. Uh, yeah, this is during, this is like the night. Now it's like fast forward to the night. They're like eating shitty looking pizza yeah. on move in night. And yeah, she pops off on Aunt Shay. Mm-hmm. Pops the fuck off. And then she like, <laughs> it, this was my, this is the funniest part. Cause she goes, I'm sorry. Aren't you a fucking drunk? And then she grabs a beer and slams it in front of her. She goes, well, what about now? <laughs> Which, like, is the worst thing to do to a recovering addict? That's why you... What an asshole. It was a dick move, but it was pretty funny. Like, just put a beer in front of them. What about now? What are you going to do? This is so heavy. Like, the beer was two inches from her a second ago. This is so heavy. But now it's an inch away from her. She's like, what now? This is probably where I should establish, like, early into the movie. This movie plays a lot like a soap opera. I called it out to Caleb. It's a lifetime movie. It's very dramatic. And then, like... And scene. <laughs> and then they cut to the next take. Because yeah. that's really the end of the scene. Well, the power shuts off and she goes, this house sucks. And then it and then it goes to the next scene. Dun, dun, dun. She actually said that a lot. But it's, this house it's sucks. Good. But of course, um, when Shay walks outside, or no, when Haley walks outside, she hears crickets. And that's a very touchy subject in this house. I mean, crickets are annoying. I'm with Shay on that one. So now we get introduced to the crossbow section of the movie that we've been speaking so highly of. What that means is that Haley is about three things. Boys. Crossbow. Dirt bike. Dirt bike. Dirt bike. 100%. All she does the entire movie is ride about on her fucking dirt bike and think of terrible stances to go into while she shoots at trees. Well, so this next scene, this is where she just like takes off into the into the streets right oh no no no! sorry right before that she yes sorry 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 so the next scene is the next morning and yes she's standing outside just like in this like 
crop top shirt that says higher flux on it, <laughs> which we'll find out what that means in about 10 minutes. We already said it. It's the fucking band. And she's shooting her crossbow, like Caleb said, literally into like the arrows into a tree. Yeah. And her dad comes out and starts talking to her. And she's just He's like, like, wicked shot, bro. And she's just playing the whole angsty fucking teen. I don't want to listen to you, dad. Meh, meh, meh. And then she's like, I'm taking off of my dirt bike. And then she just fucking peels out. And then we get Metallica. This is when we get Metallica? Yeah. Basically. Um, uh, there are a few things going on, though, because on one side of things, Jessica's finding a chainsaw in the basement. They're kind of bouncing around between like nine scenes. Um, Haley's watching people run errands, and she goes, this town sucks. And then um, because the town sucks, a funky bass line starts. And then Haley starts riding through the town in her dirt bag, like you said. And this is where we catch up to that. Um, She's not even going fast, by the way. No, but they're very playing, slowly. They're trying to play this, like, hardcore, I say hardcore in air quotes, like rock music. It's that higher flux band. Yes. As she's, like, going probably 20 miles an hour on her dirt bike. That's generous. She's bipping it a solid seven. Yeah, 20 is generous. Because you got to remember, the camera dude is literally running next to her yeah. and chasing her. She's not going fast. And yet. he's running backwards. And she's not even in, like, inclement terrain. <laughs> you know how I feel about this. Yeah. She's in the deciduous forest. So, like, she's literally just riding around next to, like, some twigs and shit. Mm -hmm. She's acting like she's fucking off-roading. Yeah, I mean, she's, like purposely leaning her body like left and right on every turn and then all of a sudden she just hears like noise <laughs> she hears like mutters and then she's like i'm gonna go towards it with my dirt bike yeah it's like <laughs> basically she hears a couple people talking in the middle of the, in the middle of a forest of a town that you just, just moved, moved to. to and she decides she's gonna ride directly toward them as if she heard a megadeth concert in the middle of the fucking forest you're like oh look free concert yeah, you would have thought that people were like shooting off fireworks or something really fucking loud yes but no, no. and also you gotta remember this too she has her fucking uh uh her dirt bike engine on this yeah. sounds like a garbage disposal yeah. and you're telling me you heard a couple people talking and she just goes towards it. It's fucking ridiculous. She goes towards it. And then what we find is it's like a little congregation of high schoolers. Yeah. Next to like drinking the, fucking prime energy. Literally drinking energy drinks. Like I swear they panned to one kid and he had like a rock star in his hand. Yeah. And Ray Bans on. The and they're just like standing outside some what we're supposed to believe is like an abandoned like house, I guess. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the woods. And she just rolls up on her fucking dirt bike. And everyone's kind of looking at her like, who the fuck is this bitch? And then um, she gets out and she starts talking to people. Yeah, uh, she starts talking to them and <laughs> she sees Brett at first and his eyes light up the second He's he like, sees her. He's like, that's the hottest shit I've ever seen in my Which, life. by the way, his girlfriend is right there. Yep. Like standing right there. And then two two minutes after meeting Haley, she's going to be like, oh, your friends kind of don't like me. He's like. I don't even know any of them. <laughs> the people that he's hanging out with in the middle of the forest. Like, he's quite literally Completely like, lied. those are my friends. Completely gaslighting. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, honestly, Brett, like, he's walking around like he's like a nice guy this whole movie, but legitimately, he's cheating on his girlfriend. 100%. Just right in front of her, and then just going like, yeah, I don't even know her. <laughs> After some girl in a fucking, like, shitty crop top pulled up in a dirt bike? Yes. That really did it for him. Because he goes immediately. He's like, dude, that's a freaking he sick dirt bike. Do you ride? Is that a Yamaha 125? Yeah. He's like, is that a Yamaha 125? And she's like, yeah, do you ride? Do you ride? <laughs> Just like later when she, when she's going to be like, do you play guitar? And he's like, yeah, I play guitar. And she's like, oh, my God, do you want to jam? 
This movie, like, <laughs> it did something to my brain. It did something to my brain, Kim. I have not heard a conversation like that Kim, since I was like 14 at a backyard Kim, punk show in California. about you being in that hat going, yeah, do you want a job? Because legit, <laughs> yes. I could like I could walk up to someone dressed like Slash like this and be like 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 fucking <laughs> Dollar Tree Slash. Do you want a jam? It is giving Dollar Tree Slash. Here, hold on, Kim. Tell a story for a second. I'm gonna walk back in with a prop. Oh, I know what prop it is. So for those who don't or who aren't on video, Caleb is wearing like what I can best describe as a crocheted um, miniature top hat, and he does look like a knockoff version of Slash. Oh. Wait, it is Slash. Do you guys want a freaking jam, dude? Slash. George just turned and looked. He was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? He was like, holy shit, Caleb's Slash cat is here? just jumped up and was like, what is happening? We got a live performance from Guns N' Roses in the fucking flesh. <laughs> I would hate that. I would hate that too, actually. <laughs> fucking Axl Rose walks in. He's from Indiana. You know that. Yes, I know. Trust me, I know. Um, and I would love There's nothing less. There's actually a big less. possibility he might be your neighbor. <laughs> he could be right there. Look out the window right now. He's looking at He's like, you, you, guns I, are you said Guns N' Roses? If I looked out the window and Axl Rose is looking back at me, I would have to exit life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. would not be happy if that happened. Yeah. Okay, so... Brett is like, yeah, Yamaha one two five. Is that what that is? And she's like, Do you ride yeah, and you jam and shoot crossbows at the same time? Do you ride? And he's like, Yeah, uh, no. And then as soon as he's like trailing off, we get the intro to Christy St. John. Christy St. John. She pops up and she's like, Who are you exactly? And her name's Teresa, right? Teresa, which and is Teresa. awful. Yeah, she goes. She says, um, Who are you exactly? Yeah, she says, Who are you exactly? And she's like, uh, I'm Haley. And then she's like. What are you doing here? And she's who like, "Who told you about this place?" Yeah, who told you about this place? As if this is like some, some really cool, elusive spot. Like, and I love Haley said, "No one." I just heard the music, but I would love if she was like, "I just thought there was a wicked sweet concert going on over here." Wicked sweet is wild. And look, I know the, I know your little Boston friends love that term. That's wild. Oh, wicked sweet. Only people in Boston are saying wicked like that. I'm not gonna lie. I've been saying wicked my whole life, dude. Wicked sweet. Wicked sweet. I've been saying that phrase since I was probably like seven. This is wild to me. <laughs> I, I, don't, I feel like I've never heard you say wicked. Well, because I don't say it in like a serious term, but it's like, you know, when I think something's like fucking stupid, but like cool, I'm like, that's wicked sweet, dude. You know, Caleb, I think if I ever heard you saying that, I would have to just stop. You just heard friends. me say it. Yeah, I think I'm done with our friendship. After this episode. <laughs> okay, so she's like. Um, yeah, how'd you hear about this place? And she's like, oh, I just heard some noise. And then she's like, who invited you? Oh, you took that as an invitation? Oh, no, yeah, she says, oh, you, so you took that as an invitation. And then Brett's like, Higher Flux. You like Higher Flux? It's my favorite band. I'm sorry, that sounds way too close to Higher Fux. <laughs> Hired to fuck. <laughs> anyway, she goes, yeah, I actually saw him in concert. He's like, oh, my God. You wrote right. Kim wrote my notes for this section. And That's she wrote, why you said it. I didn't see that till right now. <laughs> Kim wrote in a lot of capital letters. Sounds like a lot like hired a fuck. <laughs> There's a lot of exclamation points and a lot of letters. Um, I don't even know what I was saying now. Well, Teresa goes, or Chrissy St. John. I'm not going to call her Teresa. Yeah. She goes, what are you doing here? Kim wrote, boom, roasted. <laughs> um, Haley goes, I just moved here to Amityville. And then someone else walks up and goes, where in Amityville? And she goes, oh, on Amity. Right on the Amity. Literally. We're the, <laughs> I think she says we're the dead ends. She says we're the dead ends. Like, 
What does that even mean? I don't know. I can't explain yeah, she's that. like, Amity right with the dentist. And then Christy St. John and her old ass friends just look at each other and they start giggling and they just walk away. Also, I want to say, if they, if you guys have hear, heard like any weird noises throughout this episode, I will say that uh, uh, there's insane wind outside that sounds like God is punching the trees. He might be. So um, I, I think I think he's angry with us. I don't think they can hear it. They might be able to. Probably not. But Probably just, not. Just in case. Anyway, um. This is pretty much where that conversation ends. That's where the conversation... No, it's literally where the conversation ends. Like, yeah. her and Brett say a couple more things, that's it. Yeah. Um, they, they agree they're going to meet up later. Or they might see As each other around. As he has around. a girlfriend. As he has a girlfriend that's standing right there, thing. like, trying to get her to go away. Um, so Shay's painting boobs. That's going to be a problem yeah, later on. Yeah, we go back to the house, and Shay is, like, in her bedroom, like, with the easel fucking painting, like, the outline of a naked lady standing in a field. Yes. There's no way they don't yeah. hear that. Okay, now y'all heard that. <laughs> like the that might have is... been a rapid and a tapping on my cellar door. <laughs> Quote um, the raven, you're a whore. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm moving on from that immediately. Wait, no, come on. Quote the raven, you're a whore. I, I love Edgar Allan Poe, but that would have been a way better little little. You little think poem. that should have been Quote it? Quote the raven, you're a whore. <laughs> Picture sitting in your house and a, a raven just starts here. yelling, you're a whore. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. I, I It's hilarious. Kim, you... <laughs> Anyways. So Delilah, the queen of cross eyes, show up. She's the property manager who we, we find is the one who sold the house and manages the house. Yes. And she looks well, like... Sold, she's renting it. She looks like... Like, face-wise, she looks like Ursula from um, Little Mermaid. 100%. But she has, like, a Kate from John and Kate Plus 8 uh, haircut. Oh, yeah. Like, half half is, like, just buzzed, and then the other half is just, like, right yay shoulder length. Yeah. And she's always dressed like a dominatrix. Like, she's ready to fuck. She is consistently ready to plow. Um, she has her magnum condoms with her for her giant dong. And um, she is going to be fucked constantly throughout this movie. Yeah. Actually, that was only once, huh? Yeah, but it seems like she's... It seemed like a lot more. Maybe because we watched the movie three times. times. Yeah, I guess we did did watch this movie thrice. That is pretty crazy. I don't know why we did that. Um, So anyway, um, she is a very weird property manager because like, I guess we do find out later why she is the way she is. But she seems like she wants people to die. Like she yeah. wants people to stay in this house and die. Yeah, like she really clearly con- knows what's what's going down in that house. Yes. And it was very confusing to me and Kim because we were like, as a property manager, wouldn't you like not want your tenants right. to die? That just seems like a pain in the ass, not like have to clean the blood Terrible every time. Business model. You're just hemorrhaging money. Hemorrhaging money. It's not So it wasn't not making feasible. sense. It only took us three times to figure out why. But yeah, like you can tell when you fir- when she first enters the film that like she's sinister and she knows sinister shit's going down. Yes. And when she's around, sinister shit's about to happen. Yes. Sinister. Um, so a few things happen at once now. For some reason, Jessica's cleaning up a plastic baby doll that she fer- that she found in the dirt outside. I don't know why she cares about it. That at all. was never revisited. No, she so was just. So the mom is like it. digging. Like, there's a bunch of different things oh, happening right now. It was right so now. that it was so they had a reason for the sink to get clogged, so that he could pour Drano in it. Oh, you're right. That's literally the only reason that was in the movie. So yeah, the mom's like outside, like f- fucking around in the yard, and she's like trying to plant some flowers, mm-hmm. and she digs up a 
buried baby doll. Which, baby doll. to be honest, I wouldn't even think that's that weird because kids throw a lot of shit in the dirt. And if I knew a family just moved out, out of the house... It's not strange in the slightest. I wouldn't think it's that bizarre. It, it's in the house that I moved into, like before this, that I was renting. It's insane how many like kids' toys kids I found toys just sitting around everywhere. And then I found out that someone like the last people live there, like fostered kids or something like that. Like you'll find, it's very likely you're gonna find kids' toys in a house that has been rented before 100%. you live there. Hundred percent. So that was just ridiculous. But yeah, um, she's washing it. The sink gets clogged, and because of that, Todd's like, all right, let me go get the industrial strength Drano in the basement that's probably just there. He's just like, yeah, there's probably... Ba-. He's like, there. actually, he didn't even say probably. He's like, I know there's going to be some Drano in the basement. Which is, like, actually so unlikely, because Incredibly the unlikely. where my roommate and I, like, years ago, had to snake our drain at our old apartment, that was the one, like, not cleaning supply, but the one fucking, um, like, mm. home supply that we never fucking had. And yeah. we were always pissed. Well, yeah, because you usually you use buy... the whole bottle usually in one go, too. Yeah, well, a lot of those ones, too. Like, if you buy the mini bottles or something, they literally tell you to one pour use. the whole bottle. Yeah, it's one use. So, like... People don't just you have really... Drano sitting around. No, unless your sinks are constantly getting clogged. Most people, I would say, buy Drano when their sinks are clogged and they if need to unclog it. If you have Drano sitting around, please let us know. Yeah, I would like to know that. And I am, here's the thing. I'm a person that buys a lot of things, like, in bulk. You do. Most things I buy, I buy in bulk because it saves money and then I have it sitting around for a while. I have it when I need it. Chips, tuna, bitches. (laughs) Caleb buys his hoes in bulk. Um, This is very true. He gets a two-foot dollar. (laughs) That's a good deal. It's a great fucking deal. That's an amazing deal. Now, they don't look great. (laughs) Edible, but not not tasty. tasty. Um... (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't buy. I and I use drain cleaner sometimes. Is used it kind of times. pricey too? To get like the name brand, maybe I don't know. I feel like usually it's maybe yeah, like I just seven feel like bucks people or something. Buying drain, it's one of those things. It's like it's like the Mike Tyson quote. Like everybody has a action plan until they get punched in the face. I feel like nobody's thinking about buying Drano until they're like, "Fuck, my drain's clogged." Yeah, for sure. Unless you're like I said, unless your drains are constantly getting clogged to where or, you're like, I'm fucking sick of the, going to the store. Or you're just a proactive motherfucker. Yeah, or that. And if you but, are, props to you. But I don't think it's likely that Drano is going to be left over in your rental no. place. Um, so yeah, he's like, I'm going to go find this industrial strength Drano, and then he finds it, and then it's going to spark like the whole like the Drano bled from the bathtub thing for the next thirty fucking minutes of the movie. It's all Todd's going to talk about. He's like so hung up on the fact that this Drano like. Well, well, let's talk about the scene. To be so he goes fair, to I might be kind of hung up on that, too, if that to, happened. Well, let's explain a little but bit yeah. better. So the dad gets the Drano from the basement. He goes upstairs to the sink, and he pours the Drano on the sink, and him and his wife are standing there watching, and she's like, why is it that color? It's literally clear. It's literally yeah. the color of Drano. And, and she's like, why is it so thick like that or something? And it's like, she's it, like, why does it smell like that? Yeah. And she starts like gagging, and he's like, "That's just how Drano works." He's also like, "Stand back!" While he's putting, uh, while he's pouring it down there, he's like, "It's gonna burn your skin off if you get near it." And can you even describe what happens to the Drano in the sink in this moment? I don't even know how to like articulate what happens. Um, what I wrote down was sped up quicksand. Yes, CGI sped up quicksand. Like the Drano just goes up and then just like vaporizes. Yeah, it just goes straight down. Like they do a zoom in on it too when it happens. So like you go. You zoom in closer to it and go like down further into the sink as the water goes down, but it's all in one fell. It's not like a slow mo thing. It's like all in just like one yeah. motion. And that's what we're supposed to believe. The dad is like really fucked up about. Yeah, because basically, like, okay, he's like, all right, well, I guess the Drano worked. It cleared up the thing, but then all of a sudden, you hear Shay in the bathtub, and she's kind of just like, huh, huh. Her nipples are hanging out. Made sure to do that. It's very red in that room. Yes. 
Um, and then all of a sudden she gets electro burned. We don't even really know what happens. That's the best way to describe it. It looked like someone threw a toaster in the in the bathtub. Legit. Like she's sitting in the bathtub and it's a lot like we kept talking about Slither. Like that scene, it's like the pan panoramic view from the top. And she's sitting there, her titties are out, and all of a sudden, like she slowly starts like itching and rubbing her leg and then her arm, and you can tell like she's kind of like starting to breathe heavy and you're like some shit's going down. And then it looks like the flesh on her skin is burning off. And then she just starts tossing, turning, fucking splashing in the water. Her feet are in the air. She's like fucking seizing. So you're like, oh, she's getting electrocuted. But then you see that her skin is literally like bubbling and popping into flames. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, we got to talk about what just happened. The fucking audacity of the man that I'm podcasting with. He bitched at me for chewing. Chewing in the mic, and Caleb gets up. He first of all, as I'm telling, as I'm describing to you guys this bathroom scene, Caleb looks at me, kind of looks kind of worried. He looks in the kitchen. He just gets up from his seat and walks away. And I'm like, oh, some shit's going on. He's tr- trying to figure out what's happening over there. Comes back with a chicken wing in his hand. <laughs> it is just fucking eating it right now. Look, I moved the mic away. You're a well, dick. No. Anywho, so you Shay- seemed like you were gonna talk for a while. <laughs> dick. So Shay, this is the best episode ever. So Shay is getting electro burned. She's literally like just fucking seizing in the bathtub, splashing around. And she's yelling and screaming. And then finally, Jessica and Todd come running in. And she like, they like help pull her out of the bathtub as she flies out. She's like laying on the ground. And she's like, oh, don't touch me. Don't touch me. She's like, I'm burning. I'm burning up. And they're like, your they're looking at her. They're like, your, your you're skin's like, fine. your skin's fine. And her skin is fine. It has no more burns on it. But as she was coming out of the bathtub initially, her skin did look fucked well, up. Well, when she hopped out of the bathtub, like literally, she it, looks like the, the bitch with sores all over her or in cabin fever. Yeah. I was going to say like the chick in the shining, like the old chick in the shining when yeah. she comes out of the bathtub. But yeah, also cabin fever. Like every, she anything. She shaves her leg. Yeah. Oh. Any movie that you can think of where there's sores all over her or the, uh, the titty bitch from uh, 13, uh, 13 Ghosts. She yeah, kind of looked like that, too, because she like has weird slashes yeah, all over slash her almost. Um, and yeah, and then Haley walks in the room, too, and she's like, when they're all like trying to figure they're like, you're not burning. Like, what's going on? What Like, what's happening? And Haley's like, bitch is probably on acid. <laughs> Wait, what did the dad say? He named some wild drug. Pachado? I never heard of it. <laughs> I never heard of it, y'all. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, Kim looked Didn't over I look at you and I go, Kim what looked is over a potato? me. She's like, what's a potato? <laughs> yeah, afterwards, him and the wife go back in the room and the wife's like, what do you think happened to her? And he's like, I don't know. She's probably on potato. <laughs> and I looked at Caleb and I was like, Caleb, what is a potato? Can you explain to me? I don't I don't be doing drugs like that. You gotta you gotta tell me what's going on. <laughs> is that a new type of drug they got? What did you say for Pachado? Pachado. It was something like that. (laughs) Okay, so Eddie. What was it? No, what was it? Oh my god. Fucking god. Kim, explain (laughs) to the people what a potato is for a second while I get a towel. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Tell them what happened. Caleb. Caleb just had a Caleb just had a brush of karma because as we were talking about potato, his electric guitar that he was just shrubbing on when he was pretending to be slashed just fucking <laughs> crashed to the ground and knocked over his pickle beer, which is sad. Um, 
What a dumpster fire this is right now. I'm just going to apologize to anybody listening to this episode. But to be fair, it is it is 2.30 a.m. And um, yeah, here we are. <laughs> Wait, so what was the name of the drug, though? Pachado? <laughs> okay. Panado? Pareto? <laughs> All of those are correct. All of those are exactly Poncho? on the money. All of those are on that one was racist, but all of them are exactly How on is the that money. Racist? Ponchos are racist. Poncho is a clothing no, item. No, ponchos are uh racist inherently. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh they're having a conversation about the whole freak out thing, and um Jess goes, Oh my god, the drain cleaner? You could have checked to see if someone was in the bath first, and he literally stops, he's like, That's the that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, that's not how pipes work. It's not how pipes work. Which is not, not in the slightest. And also, her bath wasn't even running either, so it works even less. But they do do a thing where, like, uh, do it, do do. do. <laughs> they do a thing where they zoom in, like, on, like, one of the drains, drains. of her bathtub as it's happening. So they kind of, like, make you, like, believe that something like that happened. That's stupid. It didn't happen. It's not what happened. What was the anyway, drug? I'm getting to it. Okay, I'm on the edge of my fucking seat over so here. So Todd goes... I don't know. Maybe Haley's right. She's just on acid or peyote or something. Peyote. Which, yeah, Kim did look over at me and she went, what is peyote? I go, Mr. You don't Caleb, know, what's peyote? <laughs> no one does fucking peyote except for Johnny Depp in A Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Like, people, like, do some people do peyote? Yeah, fucking hippie assholes that are, like, over trying to at find Burning themselves, Man? like, in the middle of an island or some shit. People aren't just casually doing peyote like, like that. It, like, it would have been more it is not a common like, oh, drug. maybe she dropped some acid or maybe she took some shrimp. And he said acid, but, you know, don't go like acid or peyote like if hey, he said like maybe she ate some fucking mushrooms or like you know did some acid or something like that would make sense but he says fucking i'm like come on dude peyote and then she's like oh so she's been doing peyote before is that how you is that how you grew up peyote also known as the right. potato drug also known, also as known potato. recreationally as the potato <laughs> as recreational potatoes I hate you so much, Kim. I'm dead. Um, so they keep arguing, and then there's that cliche scene of like Haley not wanting to hear her parents argue, so she puts her headphones in, and then you know, Flux like away. fades away from the world. And she it's listens higher to flux. higher flux, aka higher to fuck. They are the worst band. I watched a live performance of them at like <laughs> some did. amphitheater, and he was just like, "I'm Rascal Flats." I don't know. Yo, don't do that to Rascal Flats. I need to show you this clip. Um. When we were at the bars a couple weeks ago, there was a DJ playing at that that college bar. (laughs) I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, can I request a song? And he was like, life is a highway. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, can you play some Rascal Flats? They got some bangers. And then he was like, what? And I was like, Rascal Flats. And he was like, what are you saying? Like, what is And I was like. You know, Rascal Flats, he has that song where he's like, I don't know, Rascal Flats. <laughs> Rascal Flats are bad, but they got some bangers. And then after a while, like after trying to go back and forth a little bit, he just gave me like his phone to like look it up real quick. And I looked up Rascal Flats. I'm like, here you go. This one. I gave it back to him. Never played any. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean I- <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have two Rascal Flats songs on my Apple Music right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm just so surprised that someone in Indiana didn't want to play Rascal Flats. Yeah, that's true. He was probably like, I was surprised he wasn't like, fuck yeah, brother. That's the, that's the response that I was expecting. And that's why I did it. And then when he didn't, I was like, this actually might be funnier. Having to explain who Rascal Flats is to someone in Uh, Indiana. 
yeah, that's, that's crazy. Weird. That's weird. Anyway, um, so Haley is going to school. She's end up going to school because I guess they took they took sister's advice. They got I mean, they got a little uh, you know embarrassed. So uh, she's getting her dirt bike ready. Some little girl in a poncho, inherently racist, shows up and I forgot about that little girl. And she goes, she's hey. bow legged as fuck. <laughs> she is standing literally. Like her toes are pointed outwards in opposite directions. I swear to God, you make fun of children more than anyone else have on this show. Have you ever seen a human being stand <laughs> like that kid, in her life? Have you life? ever seen a dumb kid? What can I do about it? Tell me she wasn't fucking standing like this. I, if you're not watching the video, guys, stand a little closer to the chair. Stand on the chair, actually, so people can see it. No, I'm standing on the chair I'm so tall. people can see it. I'm, give, I'm giving you permission. I'm coordinated enough to do this. I need, I need you to show the people the bow-leggedness. I don't think it's going to hit the same. Sorry for audio people. You just look like you're standing. Kim is still standing in the middle of the room, just showing me how she stands. Tell me she's not standing like this. Um, I mean, you're standing. Get back in your fucking chair, Kim. <laughs> Yeah, Kim doesn't like the fact that she's in a poncho in the middle of summer. Um, but anyway, she walks up and she goes, she goes, hey, Haley, I see you moved in. You met Rachel yet? Haley's like, who the fuck is Rachel? I don't know. Rachel, my family lives here. She's like, you'll meet her. No, she's, she's like, there. She's like, Rachel. She's like, oh, yeah, that family that moved out of the house. She goes, no, she's still in there. Yep, she's in there. She's in there. She's like, you'll see her. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you'll encounter her. But and then she the thing, just walks away. I don't think we ever encounter Rachel. No. There is no ghost named Rachel in that fucking we house. We see the shadow of a man with an axe and yeah, and the little boy from the beginning, but like, there's no little girl named Rachel ever mentioned. No, at one point in the movie, too, they're also going to mention, uh, like, Shay. She's going to start yelling at Haley, and she's like, I wish that you died instead of your brother. Your dad always wanted a son. And they we're like, never mention that in the entire movie and ne never mention again after. It's that one time. They're on some and she petty go, shit. And she runs away and she starts crying. She's like, oh, my brother. We don't know if it's a twin brother. We don't know if it's a brother that I died. I mean, now like, I'm thinking about it, that was probably her first time hearing about it, too. 100%. She was crying because she was like, this isn't in the script. I'm never going to make it as an actress if you guys keep hitting me with all these curveballs. So, yeah, Haley does encounter the little poncho girl on her way to school. Also, like, Haley The poncho girl is also saying, like, I can't cross the line. If yeah, I step on the crack, I'll break my mother's line. back. <laughs> I forgot. Step on a crack, break your mama's back. How could you forget it? Oh, um, damn. <laughs> my stepmom was terrible to me as a child. So remember when I would cracks. see cracks, I'd be like, uh, 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 like stomping. <laughs> you're like, bitch. I was like, you're gonna fucking get it now. <laughs> I was always expect. Like I remember when I was really, really young. Like you know, uh, like later I would just do it because it was funny. I was like, yeah, fuck you. That's hilarious. <laughs> but when I was like really young, and I was like, maybe it will happen. You know, like when I didn't know it's, if stupid, superstitions, stupid stitions were real or not. I remember I would sometimes like be going home, and I'd be like, maybe today's the day. Maybe you'll finally witness. You just hear ah. <laughs> I'm sitting in my room and I hear a loud crack. And, and then like, you hear oh. your dad like, somebody must have stepped on a crack. <laughs> Who the fuck stepped on a crack? And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So, Haley. Kim, that was great. Thank you. Somebody must have stepped on a crack. <laughs> Who did this to my wife? You're going to pay for this, you piece of shit. I want to see like. 
Uh, look, I don't want to witness someone like break their back, but I want to just be out in public one day and I want to see like a man and his woman and I want to see her like break her back and him go, who did it? Where's my son? <laughs> I don't, unfortunately, piece of shit. unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to happen. One day, Kim. Okay, so Haley does encounter this little poncho girl and then she proceeds on her motorbike on her way to school because she literally can't travel anywhere besides on the motorbike. We see her in the car. It's an easy the, way to get around. We see her in the car in the opening scene. Besides that, motorbike. Or well, dirt bike. I keep giving it more credit. Dirt I bike. would love it if the opening scene, like, they were driving to the house and she's just following on the motorbike doing, like, donuts. I'm surprised she wasn't. <laughs> it would have been. Or she's just chained to the back of the car. <laughs> and she's just, yeah, like, when, you, when, like when a skateboarder, like, fucking... <laughs> Oh, anyway, so she gets to school. She tries to flirt with Brett and like she gets kind of awkward, like shrugged, shrugged off, really. Yeah. He's Brett's like, oh, like, yeah, I'm busy. All this. She's just like, oh, OK. And then she walks away and she goes to class. She hears this girl say, did you hear Mia fuck Tim Bradley and film the whole thing? And it went viral. And that's it. And I was like, so, you know, that's like very illegal. Yeah, you're going up. to jail. It's called revenge porn. You're and going to jail. <laughs> like, that's an insane thing. And they're all laughing about it. They're like, that's so quirky. Yeah, they're like, ha ha. I'm like, that's terrible. It's an absolutely insane thing. Why did Shay write that in? I don't know. What was the purpose of that line? And that girl who said it also looked like she was 40. There's no way she was in high school. She is a news anchor on the Channel 3 News she is on like late night with Bill Mayer or whatever the fuck it is. Who Real does the time late with night? Bill Maher. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is on every late night talk show. Like she is a four year old yeah, woman. She's a correspondent on a TV show for sure. She's yeah. not. She's not. She's um, on the View. She might be. She's Whoopi like, Goldberg. It was so fucking insane that they Donald. were trying to pass off that chick as a high schooler. That was wild. They all look old, to be fair. Like, yeah, there's not a single person in this movie that looks their totally, age. Totally. Totally. But, well, the age that they're supposed to be portraying. Totally. But that one was maddening. That was like the ice cream truck, like when they tried to fucking pass that 40 year old man off as a 17 year old. I mean, like, what the fuck are we talking about? Anyway, um,. The bully girls messed with Faley. This is what they call her Faley. After they called her Faley this one time, I wrote her in as Faley for the rest of my notes. So be prepared. That's not even a good nickname. It's fucking hilarious. Faley. It's so funny because of how bad it is. It is pretty funny. Faley. <laughs> All right, Faley. Come on. The more they said it, the more I laughed. Like, it was pretty funny. So they're like, All right, Faley. Um... Christy just St. John pours some chemicals into Faley's chemicals and causes an overload of chemicals. Yeah, they're in chemistry class. They're in chemistry class. And the teacher walks by. She's like, what'd you do? And Christy's like, I told Faley that she should have been careful. And the teacher's like, okay, Faley, go to the bathroom, dummy. Go clean these chemicals off. And then Brett stops by and he gives her his jacket. And then she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, that's the end of the scene. That's literally um, the scene. Yeah. So Todd is still thinking about the Drano thing that apparently... He cannot shake the Drano thing. He's at work and he's working on stuff. His boss walks up and he's like, I could tell you're really distracted what's going on. And he's like, the Drano. They work at a they work at a um, car shop, like yeah. a repair shop. A mechanic. The worst place to be distracted at. 100%. He's under Easily a car that's yes. like on a lift. And he's just like dozing off and not paying attention. Like, he's all like, right, buddy. He's like the fucking Drano. And honestly, later... He is going to doze off at work, 
and caused people to die. He does. So to be fair, this isn't like off basis. Like, <laughs> like they're this, onto something. This could very feasibly happen. So yeah, he's like he's he's fucked up about this Drano. And he looks at Mike and he's like, Mike, do you think Drano? Mike is his boss, who also he just met, but he's treating like is his lifelong friend. But also, like, how did he just meet this guy when the, he used to date his sister? His sister was, I don't know. Like, he's acting like this <laughs> I think guy's they a didn't stranger. hang out as much. I guess. Because they knew about each other because he's like, are you, are you Toddy Todd? The Toddy Todd? Or something like that. He's like, yeah, that's me. I'm Toddy Bear. I think that's what it was. It was like Toddy Bear. That's a very real conversation Toddy, that happens Toddy. in this movie. Toddy Bear? Yeah, so... um yeah, he, Mike, Mike is his boss. That's that's how this all happened. So, and this is when he says he used to date his sister. And then he's like, well, since I used to date your sister, I'm going to come by later to have a talk with Shay about the house that she's living in. And by talk, he means fuck. Kim, take that fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone not watching, Kim just randomly picked up a ghost face mask that's on the ground next to her and put I'm it sorry, on. sorry, that was an intrusive thought, and I just had to do it. That's very fair. I had to act upon it. But yeah, so... I guess I never put two and two together that he should know who Mike is. He should. I think that kind of explained it. Like, I think she was off at college or something like that. I think that's what he said. It was while she was yes. off at college. So I think maybe they didn't see each other for a while. Maybe they didn't date. I think he said dated her for a couple years, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, they made it seem yeah. like she was significant. She's like, she means a lot to me. Yeah, a couple years is crazy to, like, not know about it at all. But I guess it's supposed to be, like, a kind of a strange relationship slightly with him and his sister, right? Maybe yeah, yeah. I don't. They didn't even really imply that, so I guess I'm just writing their movie now. Um, so yeah, Brett is get off and get what is getting off early from work, and he runs into Haley, who's returning his jacket that he lent to her previously. And she is, he's like, "Whoa, how did you find me at the bar?" And she's like, "Well, you said you worked at a bar. There's only one in, or there's only two in town, and the other one is a strip club." And to clarify, you're probably thinking, "How is he working at a bar when he's in high school?" His dad. Oh, and to clarify, if you are wondering. Yes, Kim called my best friend's child a strip club baby yesterday. In case you were wondering. That's where you're wrong, because Nia's not your friend. <laughs> the context is that basically, I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking Actually, about don't like we were oh, talking we were about. talking about like men mental oh. strength and like our friends' kids, because we were gonna um Kim yes. is going over to James' house tomorrow night, and she we were talking about uh, hypothetically um telling James' child that Kim is his long lost sister. And then we were like, well, that might destroy his brain. Like it might actually mess like, him we up. We don't know. He could go either way. And then I was like, well, maybe not. I told, uh, I told Nia's child for years that I'm her mom and she's doing perfectly fine. And then Kim was outside of the room, like kind of walking by. And then she runs back in the room. She goes, that child is a strip club baby. She has that dog in her. <laughs> she's built different. We did call Nia and tell her about it. And she, and, and Nia agreed that she has she's that dog different. in her. She's built different. Nothing's phasing her. <laughs> Might have been one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, Nothing's actually. Nothing's phasing her. Um, so anyway, um, Drano, Brett. Yeah, so Brett's like, how'd you know? Strip club. Um, and she's like, do you want to ride home on my freaking sweet bike? And he accepts. And what that means is we're going to see some Twilight-esque shots of the forest Literally. and fog. We get we get a drone shot of a coniferous forest. A beautiful evergreen fucking forest with the smoke smoke going over the trees mm -hmm. and then there's like this moody fucking music playing and then we just get like the high angle shot of her 
fucking riding on the dirt bike, and he's he's behind her with his arms around her. And um, you theorized that they were fucking. Well, here you got to explain why. So. At the end of this scene, like they're riding through the forest for a minute, and then like oh, they yeah. stop and they get off, and he's like panting. He's winded. He's like, oh, like he's like, oh, he's like, what a ride! And again, she's and not going starts, fast. And she's when going, he's talking, she's going maybe seven miles per hour. Yes. And when he's talking, like even just like after they get off and he gets over, going, whoo, whoo, he's literally going, oh, and then, um, oh, oh, so that was so fun. And you were like, why is he panting? I was, I go, maybe they were fucking. That is what you said. I mean, he could have been. It might have been. Which, impressive if that's the case. Impressive. That's why she has to ride in front so he can... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to catch me riding dirty. <laughs> that was what the movie Wild Hogs was about. Could they were getting wild with their hogs. Wild hogs is like a term for wild ass. And it's about a bunch of biker, old biker boys that just like get some strange ass on the road. So that's, that's a significantly better movie than what that movie was about. Yeah. Was it? Didn't have Mar- Martin Lawrence in it? Everyone was in that movie. That's a disgrace that Martin That movie was in that has movie. a star Is it Tim Allen cast. in it? I think so, yeah. Is like Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence. Let me give you the exact cast. Isn't John Favreau in it? Or am I making people exact cast up? right now. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot William H. Macy was in it, too. He is. Oh, my gosh. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's in it? Ray Liotta, sorry. John Travolta. John Travolta is in it. Yes, Tim Allen. Kevin Durand. John C. McGinley. House. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Lawrence. House in it? Oh, my God. William H. Macy was in it. That's fucking Frank. crazy. Yeah, fucking Frank Gallagher, dude. Damn. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, dude, Wild Hogs is a star-studded I don't think guest. I want to see a movie about John Travolta getting wild ass on the road. <laughs> I do. No. Yeah. Is it just me? Sorry, sidebar. There's going to be a lot of sidebars. Um, I don't care. Um, did you know that Tim Allen got caught back in the day slinging a hell amount of cocaine? Really? Yeah, it's like common knowledge. He went to like prison. Huh. He got caught like transporting so much cocaine in like Kalamazoo, Michigan or some shit. He was like a huge drug dealer. I was like, whoa, I didn't know this. He and his like fucking mugshot. His, yeah, his mugshot is like the yeah, handlebar mustache. when Tim Allen was arrested for smuggling cocaine. I found this out and I was like, I didn't realize this was like common knowledge. Shout out Tim Allen, dude. That's what I was a saying. fucking badass. <laughs> Shout out Tim Allen. Wow. So anyway, they recreate the Twilight scene, except with a crossbow. All she does is like pretend to shoot Brett with it and then point it at him constantly. She points a crossbow I think this at was him. actual user error from the actress. I think she'd never held a crossbow before and they just didn't tell her what to do with it. So she's just pointing it everywhere. I've Again, neither of us have shot a crossbow in this room. But from what I know, Speak for you should yourself. never point a deadly weapon at someone. No. Unless you're intending to Unless kill you them. are intending to kill something, do not point. Shit, they can kill someone at people. I feel you like just a don't crossbow, do you could easily fuck that up. That They're dead. Something with a with a trigger on it that can just like shoot something deadly at someone at any point. Don't, Besides my cock, don't fucking do that. Don't do it. Beside Kim's cock. And yes, my cock has a trigger. So now Mike, the boss, he goes to Todd and Shay's house, and he sees Shay just inside the house walking around naked with a scalpel. And or I guess she's in a bra and underwear, but whatever. She's in a bra and underwear. Um, she goes to a medical bag that says William H. Cranston on it, and Brian she pulls Cranston. out Brian Cranston, William H. H. Macy White. Cranston. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. She pulls out a scalpel and she dips it in her red paint 
and just makes like a line on the canvas in her room. No, that's not when she did that right now. She will do that right after this. Right now, she just walked, or I guess she did that and then walked out of the room, maybe. It might have been around this time. It was definitely around this time. Okay. Well, um, she was like walks behind Jessica at this point, and it looks like she's like about to kill her with a scalpel, you know? Like that's what you would assume. And then, like, it seems like Mike gets worried. And you think he's going to, like, go and, like, try to get in the house and stop her from killing her? No, he just leaves. He's like, yeah. He just goes somewhere else. My naked sister's walking around the house with a scalpel. It's, <sighs> it's, he's like, it's standard. Let's go Let's go watch Delilah fuck. Let's go watch <gasps> Delilah fuck. Oh That's God. what. I forgot this was happening. Oh, no, I didn't. This is the craziest thing in the movie. I walked back into the room when this was happening, and I've never been more repulsed in my life. I don't want to address this. He goes to a random kitchen. Also, I don't know where the fuck they are. They're at a bar, but they don't explain which bar. There's only one bar in town, Kim. Yeah. That's Brett's dad's bar. Which right. Brett's dad... Was Brett's dad the one fucking her? No. No. Okay. He, that was some random long... Literally completely random dude. No, okay. Brett's dad is the one with the short hair and the goatee. You know, the one that's I like... I know, but I couldn't really see the guy's okay. face that was fucking her. No, it was... The dude had long hair. Um. Anyway... <laughs> walk in this kitchen... I don't know why she's there. I don't know what she's doing there. Might vomit. She doesn't work there. She's a realtor. Or, I mean, a That's property manager. She's a property manager. Like, but she's always lingering at this bar. Yeah. Um. So he walks into the room. Immediately, you see Delilah sitting on the counter, just getting fucked by a guy. Tits out. His hand is all over her boob. And she is getting actively dicked down by some random dude. And she isn't phased whatsoever when Mike walks nope. into the room. He's in a phase either. It's like he's seen this multiple times. Like, I'm always walking on Delilah fucking... That's literally the look he gives you. Yeah, he's like, like he God damn defeated. it again. He's like, can I just have a conversation with this woman without actively watching a dude's dick go inside of her? Which doesn't seem like a lot to I ask. I was going to say, you. well, and as for the listeners, you're probably thinking, like, she's getting fucked. You see this in horror all the time. It's not like this. this. You, what we have to visually watch in this scene is not okay. And this actually... Probably isn't even the worst fucking scene in the movie. It's well, not. It might almost be. The other one was more graphic. This one might be worse. Yeah, this one's worse. That one was kind of funny. The thing that happened to her nipple will never I... leave my mind. So anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Um, she isn't phased when he walks in, and she and the guy stops for a second, and she looks over and she goes, "Don't stop," and then continues just talking to this guy while she's getting dicked down. And the craziest thing is, you hear literal clapping noises like as they're fucking like but it's offbeat it was so uncomfortable it's like if helen keller was in the corner of the room <laughs> just fucking with a tambourine mm. going fucking bananas <laughs> and like i said like or like kim said really this is sex and you've seen it in a horror movie i don't know if i can name any other any other movie really that's not like a fucking half porn or something or made by a porn director where you hear the clapping while they're fucking like that. But the clapping's off beat too. So it's yeah, just like it's just, the way that this was clapping was weird. Why your pussy sound like that? And the way her nipple twisted. Okay, yeah. So what happens after is she tells him don't stop and then they start talking. And then they speak about two lines and she gets absolutely disgusted by the guy, but and not she, because of the fucking, literally just because she's talking. Like she's pissed yep. because she's having a conversation. She goes, Oh stop. stop. Go away. What? Shoves him off. And then pushes him off. And then he's just gone. Never see him again. 
Um, and then she walks incredibly close to Mike's face. She zips up her dress, and one of her nipples gets caught on her dress, oh. and like it gives itself a purple nurple. It literally does. It literally twists around and spins right underneath the zipper. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. I've never seen a nipple. I've, I truly have never seen a nipple twist like that. No, it's bad. And like you get to see it like that for so long. Like it looks like it's deformed. It's, you know what I think it is? It's because she has pretty meaty nipples. And when you twist a meaty nipple like that. Kim, you got to stop saying meaty nipple. I'm sorry. There's no other. I know it's gross, but there's no other way That's, to describe it. I'm never going to look at boobs the same again. Anytime I see a fat nip, I'm going to go, oh, What's you're the fucking M&M meaty fucking nipple. He's like, grab a boob. <laughs> It's fun for me just to grab a boob, but my penis got an attitude. <laughs> it's so accurate. Though. That's my favorite thing Eminem has ever said. It's so accurate. Easily the fi- that's my favorite Eminem song. Best. <laughs> fun for me just to grab, grab a, a boob, boob, but my penis got an attitude. How does he make that? Genius bars. <laughs> got an attitude. Okay. Anyway, so oh, her nipple, shit. her nipple twists. Yeah. In a way that we've just, never seen. Yeah, and then she just gets super like their foreheads are touching. She's touching foreheads. They're doing the thing where like you know they get in front of each other's face and she's like you know trying to like intimidate him. him. She's trying to intimidate, intimidate. You know, kind of like oh I'm the fucking like leader here. You know, like you're not gonna tell me what to do. Blah blah, blah like that kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Except literally their foreheads are touching. Like, and then she starts talking about wanting to fuck him. She's like, oh, I love it when you talk back to me. Do you think they fucked before? I get the vibe they have. I get the vibe that they probably have. And he's like defeated. Yeah, probably. I don't know why they fucked, but. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, one of the only Amityville things that happens in this movie is popping up right now. And this is one of the most Amityville things. This actually goes back to you the have roots. To talk, yeah, you have to talk about this one because this oh is your right up your alley. <laughs> it is. It's incest time, fellas. And they go pretty heavy-handed here. This might be one of the most incest. This is top three, at and least. And here's the crazy part. Again, we watched this movie three times. We didn't realize the how deep this was until the third We didn't realize the it was viewing. incest until the third watch. And we watched this scene multiple times, but it's like, it's like, it's not completely obvious. You have to really pay attention. Because it's confusing, like, it, it almost, like, kind of lays it out there for you, but it also doesn't, like, at all. It's one of those things where, like, if you're not talking about it out loud, it could easily, it could easily go Because that's the only reason head. we got to it, because right. we literally, we like, we saw notes. the same scene multiple it's times, saw I it said, every it's, time. It's, I know it's why. It's because I was like, oh, there she is in that negligee again. And then you were like... And then I was looking at her lingerie, because like, no, then I started looking at everything. Why she the again? Yeah. And then you were like... <gasps> and I saw her fucking, like, putting her, like, shoulder thing... Up. They were, like, trying to make her, like, Jess, too, putting the shoulder strap up, because she's always getting her shoulder kissed. She's, like, putting her shoulder strap up, and then I, like, looked down, too, and I was like, wait, and she's wearing the same lingerie as her. And then I was like, oh, my fucking God. So we have to say what happened now. Um, So... There might not be guns in this. There may not be a priest. There may not be flies, but there's incest. Um, the incest consists of Todd walking into the room where his naked sister is painting. Uh, oh, shit. So that's not this scene. That one's later. I forgot. Oh, this is yeah, the sorry. first instance. Because we also have instance. the Rosebush scene, too, yes. in between. Um, yes, we do. So he walks in, and he sees her like painting, and she's naked. And instead of leaving the room and closing the door, he stands there and starts talking to her. He's like turned around, I and guess. And then she but says, "Does oh, she's like, how do I look?" And he like glances. He back. turns over and looks, and he's like, 
uh, stressed or I don't know, something like that. Something stupid. If tired. I walked in on uh, on my sibling. I'd be like, you look like you're fucking naked. If I watched my sibling, they were naked, I would immediately be like, shit, my bad, and I'd leave. Yes, you as someone who grew up with, you know, like four brothers and sisters, that happens. Especially ones with that like share one bathroom. Maybe you it's different in, if it's a sibling of the same gender, maybe. Yeah. But like, like but I had a, if I, had I watched a sister- my brother and his dick was out, I am exiting immediately and trying to block that out of yeah. my my brain. Like when you have multiple siblings and you share a bathroom, like literally all five of us have seen each other naked at yeah. some point. And but either way, like I mean, like yeah, maybe it's like if it's between like me and my brother or something, we might roast each other for a second, or like and then walk like walk out and then be like, ah, you're fucking dick yeah, or something like that. My sister but and I like, have definitely like scenes that are naked. No, yeah, like I have, but either way, every single sibling that I've walked in on, either way, I, I'm like, oh shit, out. sorry, close yeah, the door. You don't gonna, stay like, there stay and, go, and hang you out. don't stay there and take a peek. Take an extra peek to try yeah, to see what they're, what they're packing. It's never happening. Hey, what's this packing over here? Like, all right, fucking stepbrother porn. Yeah, what are we like? What are we doing here? It's, it's never happening. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, fucking Shay, the actual person, she has an obsession with stepbrother porn or something. Yeah. Because there's no fucking way you wrote this in that yeah. much. Well, or she just really respects Amityville. That could be the other thing, right? Well, and now her paintings are getting a lot darker. So in this scene, he realizes she's painting, like, now a naked woman covered in blood with, like, twigs on her face and flowers shoved down yeah. her throat. <laughs> so you, know, say up her ass. you know that she's spiraling For sure. slowly. For sure. This is the buildup. So he eventually leaves the room. Um, Haley drops bread off at his house because they're still like twilighting. And he gets straight busted by his dad. Like his dad walks out and he's so pissed. Like, he- Brett, get inside. It's a school night. Yeah, he lets his son work at 3 a.m. at his bar. But then he's like, if you're out past 10 a.m., I'm going to scold you with my goatee. And the way he just stands there and stares at Haley. And then later Haley and then tries leaves. and then later they have like a Romeo and Juliet thing because Haley tries to call him and his dad just stands next to him staring at him. Drinking coffee slowly. Yeah. Just like making sure he doesn't answer the phone. <laughs> Great. <sighs> so now that Haley got in trouble with Brett's dad, she does a few donuts with her dirt bike in the front yard and then just speeds out. Speeds out, almost wipes out. Almost each full shit. And this is the scalpel art part. Um yes. it's, it's kind of important because Shay is talking shit on Failey. And this is when she's like, yeah, I wish you died instead of your brother. And then I think that was a dream, right? Because Faley wakes up in her classroom and has a that's a raven moment. You're right. It was quite literally, fellas, if you have seen that's a raven, just think of what what is the most iconic thing in that's a raven. It's a premonition. When she ravens, what does she she do? Like, this is what happens right here. It's crazy. They just ripped it off. Through and through, I also really like when Faley gets on the computer. She tries to look up Jimmy, and all the co- all the things that are popping up are like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Johns. It's like, wait, you couldn't have it's like, like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Johns, Jimmy Kimmel, and there was, was another one, Jimmy Page or something. Yeah. Probably, I don't know. Um, but it's like, what is she looking up? Who are these Cranstons and these Oberists? You know, we find that out in a little bit. But at this point, what is this? And all these websites are like findaperson.com. Or one like, is literally next to one, one is literally says um findanybody.com. Findanybody.com, that's what it was. And it has like the fucking word art, like a fucking title. And then the other one was nextofkin.com. Nextofkin.com. Which sounds like a porn website. Yeah. That's what kind of porn are you watching? I mean, there's porn genres like stepbrother. It sounds like one of those. You love those, huh? You no. freak. I'm more into like um the fucking um the ones where they like dress up like mummies. 
I was hoping you were going to say something absolutely insane. And then they like uh, slowly unwrap each other <laughs> from the from the mummified gear. It's a slow burn. Like it takes about two full hours <laughs> for them to get all the mummified shit off. And then they can't fuck because they're just like dead. They just fall. They just yeah. like fall into dust. That that's that's probably my favorite genre. What about you? <laughs> that one. That one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You hit it right on the money, Kim. How'd you know? You just had that look in your eye. That dead look in your eye. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> right now is oh, so much happens. So much. Like there are three insane things happening all at once, and we're just going back and forth between. This is well, this is when she's like on the, like findanybody.com. So that part I guess is probably the it's least. It's supposed to be like the climax of the film. Like all everything's basically now spiraling and everything's turning chaotic. Because now everybody's possessed for the most part. It starts with roses. Starts with so the mom, it's like while Haley's typing in the computer library, slowly finding out information about the murders that happened in the house before they moved in, it flashes to the mom. The mom's at home outside, back in the yard, like in the garden, and she's going up to her roses that she has planted. Mind you, she has no gloves on. Nope. No fucking like uh, scissors, you know, like the flower scissors to cut them. Nothing. She just goes up, free balls it with her hand, and tries to like grab the rose by the stem and is shocked beyond means when she gets <laughs> fucking stabbed by a thorn. She's like, fuck. And then rather than pulling her hand back and be like, maybe I should go get some gloves. Maybe I should not do that. She reaches back in. And every time she's like, shit. And like, she gets like more and more freaked out every time. Like she's, and then she just gets mauled by the She's roses. expecting a different reaction. Like every time she goes into it and eventually she goes to grab it again and she just goes back. She goes, fuck. She basically literally like gets fucking wrecked by these roses. Dude, she's she gets in a fist fight with them. She does. Like she starts beating their asses. Wait, wait, this is a trend in Amityville. She starts punching the fucking roses. That is kind of a trend, huh? Like just punching You're fighting things. Nothing. Fighting absolutely nothing, like ghost kid. She literally starts beating the shit out of this. And then while this is happening, and then pans to the dad. Todd and he's at work and he's like delirious now like he's sitting there with one of those fucking welding masks I think he on. went deaf what are those welding fucking face masks they have isn't it just a welding mask yeah he's like in a welding yeah. mask and he's sitting underneath the car again which like bad fucking news and he's like waddling back and forth having visions about the Drano and Shay and then I don't even know how this starts happening I genuinely gasoline, don't know how gasoline, gasoline starts, starts Tell me I'm exaggerating. Niagara spraying, Falls. Spraying everywhere. Yeah. Spraying from the ceiling like it's a fucking water sprinkler. Gasoline. <laughs> and then Mike starts seeing it. And he's like, stop. Yeah, because Mike just walks in like he wasn't there. And he just walks in and he just sees the gas pouring everywhere. And like, he's yelling. But Mike, for, or, uh, Todd, for some reason, can't hear him. He's in like a force field. He's in a force field for sure. And can't hear that his boss is screaming at the top of his lungs. He stop, says, stop. He says stop. 37 times. And then as Mike He's also is, not getting closer to Tom and trying to like not, tap him again. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's just like, waving his arms in the air and standing in place. And then the only way I can describe what happens next is fucking Todd Zoolander's it. 
and he has the fucking welding like torch in his hand. He turns around to go, what? Like he finally hears his boss and the fucking sparks from the welding torch just ignite the gas. They shoot directly at the gas. And Mike just fucking explodes. Mike, there was one other guy there too, the dude who spilled the gas somehow. I don't know how he did it, but the dude that was like spilling the gas, he also explodes. But the fire is like, they don't exactly explode. They catch on fire, fire and the fire yeah. is like, so transparent it's cgi fire and it is like you know when you get like a transparent scale mm-hmm. like a picture or something and you, you bring it like all the way down the they brought it down yeah. to like 10 but if you've ever seen zoolander this is the gasoline gas station yeah fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, exactly they're just, what happens. and they're just running around for a second and Taz just in there like with his face like sideways <laughs> like in you know the screen painting he's just in there like oh! edward the edward the edward monk fucking screen painting the scream <laughs> no, you know that meme where all the kids are like, oh, yes. and they're all like running like sideways and they have their hands on their face? It's that. I'm dead. It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the reaction I would have too. Like, oh. <sighs> but it gets even better. Um, Yeah. And then when we see Jessica again, because it cuts back to her after she like beats up the roses, she finally like pulls them out. And then when she looks up, she screams again for like the fourth time. But this time she is filled with blood like literally all over her face like she rubbed her hands on her face that are filled with blood and she's howling at the moon like a wolf she's not turning into werewolf cannot believe that that happened um and then yeah uh, uh oh and as the fire is happening and mike and the dude are dying delilah just walks by in That's, a red oh dress my God, yeah, like, she walks by smirking. slowly slowly so in a red dress slowly. and she smirks at them that's what I'm saying. Like she's almost playing this role of like she's the Satan, where it she's so always weird. where death is, but she's also the property manager. Yeah. But she also used to like fuck Mike. It's yeah. Confusing. I can't. I can't. I don't know what makes. And her while tick. this is happening too, to close out this scene, Haley is like getting closer to finding out the clues of the mm-hmm. haunting, and she's like, it still doesn't make fucking sense. She just starts googling random names that we've never heard in the movie before, like. Jimmy, uh, fucking, I don't remember his fucking last name, Jimmy O. And then you find out Jimmy was the name of the guy back in the day who murdered his family in the house, and that's why it's haunted. So that sticks with the Amityville theme, right? Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden she starts Googling that William Cranston guy. And then she starts typing MD next to his name, like medical doctor. And while you're watching this, you're like, there has never been one reference to a medical doctor that at least I can remember. No, I don't think so. So where did she just pull MD out of her head? medical doctor so she starts finding like some articles and some photos about people and she's like oh, i figured it out and that's it which really i don't even know what she figured that's out what she I'm doesn't saying, know I don't either know what she figured out but she looks like i got the fucking but clue. then she tells brett later that she got it and he literally immediately goes you're stupid and none of that is right like it's not right at all i'll tell you that's what's actually going on <laughs> and then there's a scene of jessica just cooking up some jelly preserves this is the scene this is the scene. Todd walks up behind her and he's slurring his words so hard he's that you can fully possessed at this point. Yeah, you can barely even understand. He's trying to do like the James Brolin, but it's insane. Um, and he goes, Why did you answer your phone? You're not exaggerating. No, oh, that's exactly what he says. <laughs> and she goes, um, I don't know, honey. I've been here the whole time. And She's she still... looks sexy. She has like her hair in a blowout. Mm-hmm. She has negligee on, a silk robe. Lingerie. A net, that's a negligee. Oh. And a silk robe. You calling me negligent? 
Yes. And a silk robe. And you're like, oh, she's ready to fuck. Yeah, she's about to plow. And then 15 Is seconds. She? Well, 15 seconds after, he's literally standing there. And I'm not kidding. 15 seconds of her just stirring jelly preserves. He's not saying anything. He's just kind of like looking up. And then he goes, I killed Mike today. What? Can you imagine just saying that to someone? And it doesn't phase her. No. She's just like, well, that's good. <laughs> Sounds like a good day. And then, like, two seconds later, she goes, you know, accidents happen. What? She doesn't ask him for details. She doesn't even know what happened. Nothing. <laughs> and then she just walks over to him. He's sitting down at the table now. He's, he's not standing anymore. Walks over to him, Starts unbuckles him. his belt. Starts blowing him. Starts sucking the dude's dick. It starts, and it's graphic. And he's looking like he's like getting taken to another place. He was. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm ready Let to go. Let me suck on your fingers. Well, she Stick, puts her fingers in his mouth for like two seconds. fingers in his mouth. And then he like spits them out. He spits them out. He literally goes. Because <laughs> he looks like he's going vegetable at this point. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck it. He gets like a surge of energy. And he stands up. He bends her over the kitchen table, and he does the move. He l- <laughs> he licks his fucking hand. He does the Daryl from Thanksgiving slurp. He licks his fucking hand, and you know where he's going. Oh, and he no. goes to Pound Town. Except I, for Pound Town is literally like two pumps. Seeing then, him lick his hand was so vile. That was vile. It was fucked up. That was vile. It was fucked up. It was vile. <laughs> and then, yeah, then he like two pumps, and as he's finishing, he starts... Growling. Roaring like a bear. Roar. Roaring like a bear. Arrar. Arrar. <laughs> and then Jessica is like laying there with her face like on the edge of the table, like, giggling. you know, like, and she's like, giggling and like just tapping her fingers, like. And you're like, what the fuck? It's insane. And the scene cuts, and then it's like him going upstairs to clean up. To clean up. And as he's like done cleaning up, he passes by his bedroom where his wife. Jessica is laying on the bed. Is laying in the bed, and this is how we figured this out too, because we were like, "Wait a second. Because when he walks up to her, she's just like, "Oh, I had a hard day today." This is funny. She says, "I had a hard day today. None of my roses wanted to live." She says, "Seems like nothing. No, nothing around here wants to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and she goes, she, "Seems like nothing around here wants to she's live." She's covered in bandages around her arms. Saying none of my roses wanted to live when you beat their fucking asses and pounded on them like with your bare fists. Well, and this is why is crazy. But this is why Caleb and I said if you just watch this for the first time, you're not thinking, "Oh, he didn't just fuck his wife." You're kind of confused because you're like, "Oh, how well, did you're she thinking already- he did just fuck his wife, and she just like well, yeah, laid down well, or something." Saying. You know, you're, you're thinking like, "Oh, how did she already get upstairs and have the bandages on her arm two seconds later?" Oh, because her arms are like, because remember we said she cut up, covered. In her bandages. arms are filled with gauze, like the it's like it looks like she's wearing casts on both arms. It legit does. And then it cuts to Shay sitting in the kitchen, now in the same negligee that, that Jessica, Jessica was, was wearing. wearing. And she's like pulling up the strap on it. And she's like mischievous. And she's like grinning. smiling and like looking all weird. And then you realize, oh, she's a shapeshifter. Because we were looking possessed. at her and we were like, why is she wearing? Because we literally, Kim, when we I were go, watching it, it was fucking funny because we were like, why is she wearing the same thing? And Idiots. then literally I paused it and I went, I turned to Kim and I went, Kim, I know what just happened. And Kim was like, what? And I was like, Kim, 
he fucked his sister. And Kim little Kim jaw her jaw dropped and she went, Oh <laughs> I wish there was a reaction video of us watching this movie. Just that scene, actually. It was just that scene. I mean, it was so, the whole movie. So yeah, then we realized like the sister is possessed. She's a shape. She's a shapeshifter. I guess. And took the form of the wife, and he fucked her. Yeah. And now he realizes it and feels an immense amount of shame, confusion, and guilt. Wait, did he realize it? I don't know. I put that. Kim, in. He, you just was, made that up. I don't, I don't think he no, ever realized I, that. I was being sarcastic. Okay, okay. No, he I literally was, doesn't react to I couldn't it. tell you. I legitimately could not tell you're being sarcastic I was, right there. I was, being I was sarcastic like, because he I was has, going through it. I was like trying to remember the scene. I was like, wait. You did just, he know? I said an immense amount of shame, confusion, and guilt. He literally Be, didn't even acknowledge I, Kim, it. Kim, the reason I thought that was true because he should feel that. He should feel all of those things. He doesn't acknowledge it. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! <laughs> so anyway, um, where are we at now? Yeah, so shaman comes over to bless the house. Well, no, no, no. Brett takes her to the shaman first. Yeah, I guess we house. should have mentioned that they beat a fucking shaman. It was so stupid. So Brett's like, so hey, so Haley's debriefing Brett on what she found, and he's like, no, you have no idea what's going on. Here, I'll take you to uh, my friend. She knows just what to do. Yep. And they roll up to like this other high schooler's house. And I she's like, you. she opens up the door and she goes, hey, Brett, I expected you. And you're like, is she a psychic student? Like, I'm confused. She takes them into their bedroom and Haley's like describing to her what's going on. And she's like, here, take this. And she hands her a little rock, probably yeah. the size of a bottle cap candy, if you're familiar with those. And she's like, it's a bloodstone. It'll protect you. <laughs> Haley's like, I think I'm gonna need a lot more than this. And she's like, oh, no, it'll do the trick. And then she's like, all right, Brett, is that all you needed? Yeah, because when Haley left the room for a second to like go to the bathroom or whatever, she was like, don't you take that fucking bitch to my house. Why'd you bring her over here? You know, Teresa's going to kill me. And so then we're supposed to believe that this little bloodstone is supposed to like fight off the demons. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's the that's the end of the scene. And then fast forward to like the next day, Haley's at home. And she gets a knock on the door. She gets a knock on the door. And it's the shaman girl in a hoodie, like, dressed in costume. She's dressed like Damien from Mean yeah. Girls. You really hit the nail on the head with that. She looks like Damien in Mean Girls during the, uh, the all She doesn't girls. even go here. Yeah, yeah, and the, like, hoodie and the sunglasses. It was and great. And she's, like, looking both ways. And she's like, hurry, let me in before anyone sees. <laughs> and she's, like, explaining to Haley how, like, the house is haunted, but she's going to help. So Haley takes her up to her bedroom and the shaman girl's supposed to be like trying to bless the bedroom, but she doesn't have like a blessing stick like any other Amityville film or any blessing other stick. haunting blessing movie. Blessing stick. I'm here to bless your house, bitch. bitch. No, she has a bunch of crystals that she's just gonna place around the perimeter of the room. And she's slowly placing these little crystals around the room, and then she goes to place one. And like as she puts it down, it's like when you try to put two opposite magnets together mm. or two same magnets together. Oh, that's what she's trying to press it to And it fucking like repels fucking... and it flies out of her hand like a force field. So then you're like, wait, is this house fucking, a f is there a force field in this house? Like now yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. And it shoots out of her hand and she's like, <gasps> and then she grabs it and then she like literally takes it with all of her strength in both hands and like shoves it into the ground. Yeah. And then she like slowly <clears throat> gets up. <clears throat> she slowly gets up and Haley like, Turns and looks at her. She's standing in the doorway. And, and she's, she's like, I think, what did she say? She's like, I think the house is good now. Yeah, she's like, I think the house is good now. And then <laughs> the necklace that she's wearing that's also a crystal fucking flies up. <laughs> 
and it hits her in the face. No, and then no, it, hits, it just it goes straight to the, the ceiling, ceiling. I think. Did it hit her in the face? It hit her in the face. In the problem, I did not notice that. Because that's how she flies out the window. No, 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 no. It just flies up, and then they look at each other. They both just uh, their eyes get real big, and they look at each other. And You're then, right, the, and door then the door slams. slams. The door and slams. We don't see how she flies out You're there. Right. We just hear like the shattering. You're right. And then they do the thing where like the camera goes super close to the window, and then hard turns downward. And then she's like dead. She fell out the window. Yeah, she's like dead in a fucking um, flower bed in the rose. It, no, bushes. In, a, in a pond, like in a, in a little fountain. Yeah, she's dead in a fountain outside the house. Um, Tragic. So, she lived a short life. So whatever. She's gone now, I guess. Um, but anyway, Failey walks through the high school halls as higher flux plays. She's walking around like real cool. Like I'm gonna get this now. I'm and gonna she, do this. Well, I don't know kept, what she's doing. She kept the crystal necklace and put it around her neck. She yeah, pulled so that it means she ceiling. wins now. Like she's feeling like a badass now because she has. Because she has the shaman's crystal. Safe, yeah. She has Chan's pr- crystal, so she's fucking yeah, good now. She's feeling safe. Whatever. So, um, what is an iridescent, nasty windbag in your woo? That's like a very genuine Let's question that down. I have. Iridescent. We know what iridescent means. I, I know what all of those words mean. I know. Let's just break individually. It down. Break it down. Iridescent. Yes. What was the next word? Uh, nasty. Okay. Nasty. So, Ooh. a shiny, sort of like metallic y. Rainbow uh, something gross. Gross. Something gross that's shiny. I don't think those really go together yeah. most of the time. Okay, keep going. Windbag. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> what is it? Okay, let's yeah, let's actually maybe I don't know what all these things are. I don't know what a windbag is. A windbag. What a balloon? I guess. I'm picturing like a bag on the back of a bike. Yeah, or like an airbag or something. Like I don't know why a bag would be on the back wind, of a bike. Wind though. Wind bag. Wind bag. A okay, douche bag? Is that like a is that like you're like talking no. down to someone, you fucking windbag? Let's let's go with the idea that it's it's like repelling the wind. What is a windbag? A person who talks at length but says little value. It is a roast. Okay, so it is a douchebag. Okay, so iridescent. Wow. Yeah, I think he's a pompous old windbag. Okay, so what's after windbag? So a shiny, gross windbag. person who doesn't say things of value. Okay. In your so the so the <laughs> the shiny, gross person that says things of little value is inside of your woo. Woo. So here's the problem with this. What woo, is a woo? There's two meanings to woo like that I woo. know of. Well, three. Yeah, there's woo. Oh, or woo. But no, to woo, you know, means to oh, court to woo someone. someone. Yeah. Or if we want to go to the streets, pop smoke, <laughs> the woo <laughs> is a gang. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I don't know what he's referring to. In your woo, like in the gang? The bitches in my section. Dior, Dior. In the direction. <laughs> it was a great song, by the way. Shout out to Fifty Cent. Um, so uh, that is a good song. But when I was at Rolling Loud um, with Nia, there were only three songs that they played at the entirety of Rolling Loud. You know, like in between and bands. Was one of them, and that was one of them. So I don't I honestly, think I'd be mad about it. After hearing it, I think uh, the hundred and thirty seventh time in three days, I fucking lost my shit, dude. Yeah. Like I can't listen to that song anymore. Ever again. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, I don't know if he's talking about a gang or if he's talking about, like, I don't know. Let's go with gang. Okay. So, there's a nasty, a shiny, nasty 
person that says things of little value in your gang. Yeah. Okay. And that's a problem because you don't want anybody to stand out in the gang. No. Or be shiny in your gang. Yeah. You don't want someone to be shiny you in your gang. You don't want anybody to be shiny. Okay, whatever. Um, so eventually, <laughs> fuck higher flux. So, the, yeah, the re- you have to say why that. Oh, we didn't say that. That's That was one of their lyrics when the song just starts playing. Literally, she's like in the school feeling and redeemed. Kim wasn't looking at the screen or like paying attention really when that happened. And I, I looked over like, at Kim and I was like, about? yeah, what's an iridescent nasty windbag in your woo? And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, that's a lyric they just said in the song. And Kim was like, yeah, well, the subtitles are probably wrong. And I was like, no, Kim, I was listening to it as they said it. And I can guarantee that the exact thing they said is an iridescent nasty windbag in your woo and then i had to rewind it and kim was literally sitting there just like yeah that's not what's gonna happen and then it came and she was like that's what they said that's exactly that what, is they what they said that is exactly what they said so so higher flux fucks they said some <laughs> they said some other weird shit too after that but that was the strangest hands down um so yeah. eventually Haley gets in contact with dr heisenberg or whatever and he tells her that he hasn't heard from his brother since the house and that he died or something and she's like who's a property manager he goes delilah i don't know why that was like info that she needed because you probably no could just assume name. that it does not matter um so now Haley is trying to solve the riddle and brett goes yeah you're not even close you're using all the wrong pieces. You're you're trying to put a puzzle together with pieces from nine different puzzles. He's a dick. And you're missing half of them. He's completely right, though. He is, but it's also like, bro, why wouldn't you tell me this? Like, right He should have told her that way earlier. No one's telling her he, anything he, about the he house. He waited and let her, like, fail. Yeah. She is failing. She is failing. So, I mean. So, um, he goes, yeah, actually, what really happened is the previous owners were into black magic. He does pause like that. The pause was crazy. <laughs> Kim literally would, looked over at me and she was like, I thought he was going to say the blacks. I literally like the way, no, dead ass, the way he paused, the owners were in the blacks. It legitimately sounded that like that's where he was just going to stop. That would have actually been better and made more sense. <laughs> Could you imagine that's where this movie went? No. <laughs> I could I can't. It's the opposite of get out. <laughs> anyway, so now the property owner, Delilah, she's Jimmy Orifice's um, little sister. And, you know, Faley, she's sitting around. She looks slightly to the left. She sees two guys in beanies and a silver Honda. And she goes, she's outside of a train station or no, uh, a police station. And she goes, oh, my God, Brett, I'm at the police station. They're putting Jenny's body in the trunk. And Jenny is... Jenny's the shaman girl who died from falling out the window earlier. And Brett, Brett does not acknowledge that comment. He doesn't say a single word about it. He doesn't go like, wait, what do you mean? Where are they going? Why, why are they putting the body in a truck? Like nothing that someone would say if someone just told you that a body was being put into a trunk and they're driving away with it. He just goes, yeah, all right. So uh, I'll meet up with you in a little bit. And that's it. And right when he gets off of the phone with her, she uh, and goes to his front door to meet up with Faley over. A, I don't know. They were going to meet up in the forest, I guess, or something. Christy, St. John, and our homies are sitting at the door with various garden tools. And then she goes, bad choice, Brett. And then the scene just cuts. And we don't know this exactly right now, but this is where he gets his head chopped off by his girlfriend. And I'm the actually, whole reason she's been well, I guess not the whole reason. She has other reasons, but mainly it seems like the whole reason she's been pissed the whole time is because Haley's stealing her boyfriend. Yeah, because that's all she's been saying the whole time. She's like, "Get the fuck away from my boyfriend," and then she chops his head off. And here's the thing: I'm kind of sad they didn't show more of that scene. I 100 wish they showed more. Like of at that. least, at least show us like 
I don't know, an interaction with them? Something at all. Like them being boyfriend and girlfriend. I didn't even catch that she threw his head until you called it out. Like the second time, you're like, oh yeah, she threw the head. And I was like, what? You were like, wait a second. I was like, yeah, Brett's dead. It happens very quickly. Oh, it happens in a split second. She's like, oh, wait, you want my boyfriend? This is when Christy St. John is turning all the way up. She goes fucking crazy in this one. Like literally goes insane. Um, So now... We follow Faley, who made it to the graveyard. Oh, that's where they were. They were at, like, a graveyard. Oh, because she follows the dude. We dudes still don't who know are... who those men are. No, we have the no cops, idea who they are. She's, like, sitting outside the Amityville she train. She almost implies that she, they're cops. Well, she's because she's sitting outside the Amityville police station. She's on the phone with someone, and then she's, with like... Brett. So that's that's what I'm saying, though. The timeline is crazy, because she's on the phone with him, and then you're you're I, we're supposed to believe that by the time she gets to the... Cemetery is already decapitated. Well, and because they there? showed up at his house. Remember, they I know, lit- but, but he literally hangs up the phone. And is like, all right, I'm gonna go meet you, and they're at the door. I guess. Anyways, so <laughs> Kim, I guess for a thing I that actually guess. happened. I guess. I don't know. That's a t- that's a tight timeline. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, so it doesn't take that much that much time to chop someone's head off, right? But then to meet them there, anyways. So she's sitting at the Amityville. Well, Police to be Station. fair. He was leaving to meet them at the same time. So she, they just chopped the head off real Kill, quick. Was like, all right, I'm going to go up. over. She's okay. sitting outside the Amityville <laughs> train station or the police station. And she's sitting there. And then she's, I swore she said something about cops. And there's these two old men in all black and like ski caps. And they're like loading something into literally a Chevy Malibu. Yeah. In okay, the trunk. Yeah. In the trunk. That's of the Chevy Honda, Malibu. But that literally was a Chevy Malibu. And there's a trunk of a Chevy Malibu. And then they get it and drive away. So you're like, oh, are these like undercover cops? Like. In an unmarked car, and then you're like, no, they wouldn't be in a fucking Chevy. There's Mal- zero possible chance. <laughs> the least intimidating car. Could you imagine some undercover fucking tactical cops doing like a drug bust? They roll up in a Chevy Malibu. They're in like a Beetle. I mean, great decoy, but like, yeah, you're not taking any prisoners back. No, the prisoner would be like, you're literally not a cop. Fuck off. Like, you're lying to me. You're doing some serious time, asshole. Get in my Chevy Malibu. Freeze, buddy. I'm a cop. <laughs> So yeah, she gets her fucking. Or he gets his head chopped off. Failey's over there. She sees a stake that goes in the ground that says Chan. So oh, and, sorry, I didn't close the loop. These men oh, yeah. take. Um, they go to the graveyard and they start making Chan's grave. Yeah, and they by grave they literally take a wooden stick and write Chan on it in black sharpie and, and stick, stick it into the, the ground. ground. And then they drive away with the pointy side of the stake stick, also stick, pointing oh. up. And then they drive away. And they just leave. Never explained. Never explained. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Faley looks around a bit. She sees a few other graves, and she turns around to see none other than Christy St. John and the two other homies with the garden tools. And Christy's like, hey, Faley, you were marked for death. And Faley's like, what does that even mean? And she's like, we had to feed the house. Keep it happy. Otherwise, the house would beat us up. What does that mean? She the house was going to punch yeah, you? Yeah, she literally said, we have to feed the house. You know when they say bullies are only bullies because something's bullying them? The house was bullying her. Yeah, she she literally was like, we have to feed the house and keep it happy or else it'll it'll come after us. That's what she said. Oh, what does that so mean? So now, sorry, sorry, we must be entering a new phase of Amityville where the house just starts coming after people. I feel like it kind of has done that before. It's like giving people like objects so that it can come after them later. That's kind of like that. I guess, but she made it sound like the house is getting up and following Like walking them. and like chasing her. It cuts to the house just running down the street after yeah. her. The house I is, would like that. So, so now we're supposed to believe that the whole town is in on this, which makes sense as to why Delilah is okay with all of her owners dying in the house and okay or is always around when all the death happens because like they're all in on it and trying to 
they're encouraging the death because they need the death to happen or else they're going to die. Yes. You're not going to die. <laughs> You're not going to die, buddy. Dump that in. <laughs> Why'd you say I'm going to die? What'd you say I'm going to die for? <laughs> so, as all of this gets said, Faley just pulls out her crossbow and just shoots it into the forehead of one of the girls. And then, and then the other friend goes, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. What, you mean after you just chopped a guy's fucking head off? Now you're getting cold feet? You just chopped someone's head she's off. She's like, I can only do one decap per night. <laughs> so Chrissy gets mad and she's like, well, you don't want to chop another head off? And she stabs her. Literally. Kills yeah. her friend. And then she looks over at Faley and she goes, and by the way, thanks for stealing my boyfriend. And then Faley's like, who's your boyfriend? <laughs> Which, come on. I mean, yeah. And then Chrissy's like, oh, yeah? Well, you don't know him either. And then throws his head in no, between them. No, she said them. you can have him now. Yeah, you can have him now. He's not your boyfriend either. Some shit like that. Whatever the and fuck. She, she throws the head out. Throws her. the head in between them. And then Faley's like, <gasps> and then pounces on her. They just start fighting for a little bit. And then Faley grabs a serrated blade. And then CGI stabs prop a knife, knife into CGI's chest. Literal prop Into knife. CGI's chest, into Christie's chest. And then Christy dies. And she's dead now. Yeah, she's gone. Bye, Christy. Um, so now that Christy has perished, Faley heads home to find her dead dad with a giant dick hanging out of his forehead. It looks so gross. What? Like someone... That was a joke that Cartman was playing on Butters. Yeah, he's sitting at the ed, like the top of the stairs, just like against the wall, and he has like a fucking giant hole in his head. But then like, yeah, something is dangling out of it that literally looks like a bloody dick. Yeah, it's disgusting. Ugh. Or like a like a turkey's like gobbles. Yes, that's actually really good. <laughs> so I know a lot about turkeys, yeah. as I call their tur their I'm like as the turkey their gobbles. Yeah, their gobbles. <laughs> I know so much about turkeys. <laughs> so in response, Faley goes, "Shea," which she's not here. Whatever. Um. Well, I guess. Oh no, that's the house now. I forgot. She's not the graveyard anymore. She's um, here. And then Faley finds her mom dead, in the gutted, bed. with rose petals on her eyes. Gutted. Um, and when she died, it was because it was because the crow shining its way into the bathroom. Oh yeah. Does the axe into the door thing and then fucking the crow the crow's head pops from, through the hole and goes, Here's Brendan. She literally has covered in white face paint. Would you also see her, her painted on herself, which was very yeah. interesting. Usually, like, you know, in the Exorcist, Reagan just randomly turns into white face paint. We see her put it on. And she, we're not exaggerating, she literally looks like Brandon Lee from The Crow. 100%. 100%. And this is Aunt Shay. Yes. So Aunt Shay murders the mom. The mom's laying gutted on the bed. And as Faley is discovering this, she just fucking gets dragged from underneath the bed by Aunt Shay. And how did Shay not, like, accomplish that feat you're waiting under the bed and you grab her and you still fail at Faley. come on man so yeah as she gets grabbed um shea is taking on the mental brandon lee she has a demon voice she's chasing Faley around the house very witty she's little like, crow hey, that one is lee. she has the axe in one hit and she's <laughs> half naked again she's in like a lingerie and a like white see-through she's in the same robe. lingerie actually the same red one yeah, it's weird. It's amazing. It's weird. <laughs> so she's running down the hall looking awful as all hell. Faley is thinking on her feet by grabbing a crystal that Jenny shot into the ceiling earlier. And she affixes it to the end of one of her arrows. And this is where I'm like, you're telling me that this whole movie is designed around the fact that crystals are the saving grace. Yes. She literally affixes the crystal, like Caleb said, to the end of the fucking crossbow. Like, 
of the arrow and is like, oh, I'm, I'm going to shoot this bitch and this crystal is going to solve everything. And to be fair, it does. It does. That's exactly what happens. But let's be clear. This is no dark crystal. No. This is no fucking crash bandicoot uh, fucking red fucking crystal. This is a little fucking pussy crystal. Panza so Panza Topanzanite. What? It's a Panza Topanzanite. Panda toe? <laughs> Panda. Panda. Panda Togo night Panda. night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she shoots it into her and she explodes. <laughs> and literally she dies. That's how Aunt Shay dies. She, she literally explodes. Up. But she like vibrates and she's like, Aah! And then Faley goes, got you, sucker, and then just hops on her dirt bike, dirt bike and rides off and into rides the distance. Off. I might have lost and my scene. family, but at least I also lost a boyfriend. But she gained a, she gained that dirt bike. <laughs> but I gained a dirt bike I already she had. She literally just like rides off into the sunset, and then it's like, and scene. Where did she go? She's an orphan they, they, now. They, don't, they literally don't address it. And then it's like, and scene. And then it's like sunny and bright. <laughs> They're and making it seem like she's going off for a better life. And then it's sunny and bright and beautiful. And it's like the camera's panning through the house and the house looks brand new. And then the it flashes down to the front door and it opens and it's fucking Delilah with the family from the beginning. From the very beginning with the kid with the little... Pentagram. Pentagram on his forehead. And they're like viewing the house and they're like... And we don't know also like whether this was before the events of the movie or after the events of the movie because we see it before it's and after clear. but they don't give us a timeline But it's for also it. so unnecessary. Yeah, it this did not matter. This family does not matter. Didn't to, matter in the beginning or the end. Because they're not the ones who created the haunting in the house. No, people have already died before and after this family. <laughs> so it's this weird... They're like, not setting up anything new. It's this weird flashback or flash forward to them moving in and then the son's like... Happy go lucky playing on the piano and then the movie ends. Yeah, that's it. It's over. Amy, do you feel terror? Ten kills. Would not recommend. Mm-mm. But it's not the worst Amityville we've seen. I will no, say it's not that. the worst. I'd it give it a boring. one. I'd give it a one. It's not the worst, but it's not the best. The yeah. only thing I'm really giving a little points for is like when Jess was beating up the rose bushes. I gave I, it half star. Yeah. I had it at one, and I was looking at my other rankings. And I was like, mm, "Yeah, some of these other ones are like half stars." For yeah, me. yeah. I mean, with if you're going by your other rankings, yeah. I mean, yeah, because you've rated all of them zero stars. I got to be consistent. Um, yeah, I'd give it a one. It's whatever. It it exists. It's nothing crazy, but yeah, it's fine. I have a fuck Mary kill for you. Okay, can't wait to hear it. The crow. Okay. Standard Shay. Okay. Like just her, and me. Killing standard Shay. Okay. I'm fucking the crow. She's worse than the crow. No, I'm going to fuck you and marry the crow. Fuck me and marry the crow? You're going to you're gonna live with that thing? Brandon Lee? Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 No, I know, but, but she looks like crow. Brandon Lee. Okay, yeah. that's enough for you. I'm going to marry her. She's okay. kind of into it. Standard, standard, good stuff. Um, Yeah, that's all I got for this. That was a dumpster fire. That's all I got. This was, it was Amityville, but, Time you know. Timestamp, it's 344 in the morning. 344 in the morning. That's what time it Caleb is. Caleb and I have to go to bed and then wake up and do this all over again. Yeah, basically. Oh, this is hell. Um, so yeah, if you enjoyed the show, uh tell a friend about it, rate it, review it, all that fun stuff. If you want to find us on social medias, uh Instagram at Horse Soup. Kim, what's your Instagram? 
Kim underscore Shady with three, three Y's. Y's. Yep. There you go. YouTube at Horse Soup. My letterbox is at Horse Soup Caleb. Kim's is at Kim Shady 23. Sure is. Um, Yahoo.com if you want to send just questions or uh, anything else over to us. Um, Patreon.com slash Horse Soup for extra stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, check out Scream Podcast, the other horror movie podcast that I host with Ash and Elena. Um, I don't know what would be recent because this isn't being recorded. Like, what is coming out? Um, and thanks to Ross Lee for the horse soup jingle you hear throughout the shows. Uh, thanks to the Mutant Members Only Club and any, anyone else who's ever done music on the show. And uh, with that, Kim, go ahead and outro us. Bye, guys. I love you so much. You guys mean the most. We're so sorry that um, we put you through this dumpster fire of a movie. And we're sorry that Blair Witch didn't turn out. But we love you. Mm-hmm. Bubble, here comes Bubble Scream on the